Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Chris, last night you fucking promised me it was going to be the last time you spilled strawberry daiquiri all over the bedspread it's in this motel room we're sharing. That's and right. now we're, the whole place stinks. Chris, Look. we're trying to share a bed, all, all four of us, and you're spilling the DAC on it? It's DAC attack on this bed. <laughs> Look, you wanted me to do the DAC attack. You just forgot it because I want it took you to, too much acid like I told you da- to stop well, I want it. my acid, but I want the DAC attack in my mouth, not on the bed. Guys, Look, it's I'm, a sensual thing. It has to be all over you. I'm almost reconsidering this, all of us sleeping in one bed. I'm almost, <laughs> I am this close to this reconsidering close. it. This uh. close. You know what? It's, it's, it's been pretty great this last week, just taking it off, getting out of the studio and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But just, I think next time we need to budget for two rooms. The funk in this motel room. Attack, attack. <laughs> no, stop it. I thought we liked funk. Also, no more Ouija boards. Last night got a little yeah, trippy. Well, that's true. A little spooky, I mean, scary. Ooh, yeah, well, well, oh, well. just because the ghost didn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a ghost blowjob. Did you? <laughs> no, but speaking of Ouija boards, of course, Steve Sadek in a brilliant segue brings it up because you're about to listen to our episode on Witchboard. Mm-hmm. That's right. This was We did this for the uh, Salem Horror Festival, which is a great play. Great festival that happens up in Salem. We did it virtually due to the pandemic. That's right. And now we're delivering it to you. Uh, you know, if you if you haven't gotten to see it, now you can. And you can actually see it, by the way. YouTube.com slash We Hate Movies. We'll be putting up the full recorded set. You might notice maybe some visual gags on this and the Animation Damnation coming up on Patreon. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies, where we're talking about the Crypt Keeper cartoon. Yeah, Tales yeah. from the Crypt Keeper. That's yeah. right. Yeah, and there's also a video for that, which will be unlisted for patrons only. Can I um uh, stop a thousand tweets here? Just uh, When we recorded this last year, uh, the late, great Tawny Catan was still with us. We don't yep. make mention to it on the episode, obviously, because we had no idea that she was going to tragically pass away. Uh, but, you know, the thing about it is, like Eric said, we had to do this uh, virtually, of course, due to the pandemic. But the rad thing is... We're keeping our fingers crossed. Get fucking vaccinated, folks. My goodness gracious. We will be out on the road uh, this fall. Steve Sadek in October, where are we kicking things off? In just off? two short months, Fuck. we're going to be in at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio, doing a Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, on October the 13th. I think I said that twice, but yeah. that's cool. Just remember. That's right. I'll mm-hmm. be dancing mm-hmm. on uh, John Saxon's grave, the <laughs> fictional grave in the movie, not his real one. And then 24 hours later, on October the 14th, We'll be at the Pittsburgh Improv doing Taken. Oh, yes. Yes, indeedy. Going to Pittsburgh. I'm going to fight Bane. (laughs) 
And if you have any racist fantasies, just don't tell anybody about them. Uh, on October the 16th. I go around city streets looking for Bane. No, no, don't. On October the 16th, just two days after that, we will be in Detroit, Michigan. I'm so excited to go to Detroit. Never been there. Just do, to talk about RoboCop 3, Eric Siska's favorite movie. That's right. This one has it all, folks. You got the samurai robot cop. That's right. Oof. You got uh, you got a new guy playing RoboCop. RJB. That's right. That's right. That's right. Robert John Burke, fellow mm-hmm. Purchase College alum. That's right. Law yep. and Order staple. And then we're going to take a month off, drink a lot of Pedialyte, then get back on the road uh, <laughs> to go to the Comedy Zone on, on November the 18th in Charlotte, North Carolina, to talk about Under Siege, the OG killer. Fuck yeah. Do I need? Do I look like I need a psychotic evaluation? <laughs> dude, and also in that movie, do not forget Tommy Lee Jones playing the electric guitar. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. he's yes. doing a lot in that Rock movie. Rock and roll terrorist. And then the next day on November the 19th, we're at the Orange Peel in Asheville, North Carolina, talking about the Junior. You know, it'd be funny if I was artificially inseminated. Danny, what did you mean the condom came off? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) On November the 21st, you'll be in Nashville. The great city of Nashville. I'm super stoked for this one, too. Uh, no, I'm excited for all of them, but they're really Detroit and Nashville. Uh, oh, no, oh, come on. Nash- I personally, I love you, Cleveland. What, where else are we appearing? <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh, Charlotte. Uh, no, in November the 21st, you're going to be at Zadie's in Nashville, Tennessee. There it is. Talking about Footloose, where John Lithgow finally outlaws dancing, which I've been trying to do for years. Yep, because I'm no good at it, so no one should do it. Absolutely exactly. not. And it's sex. <laughs> By the way, uh-huh. everybody knows dancing is sex. Dancing e sex. Wow. And I guess on, I'm a virgin. <laughs> we're gonna come back. We're gonna have Thanksgiving together. It'll be beautiful. But then after that, in early December, December the 9th, we're going back to one of our favorite venues in the world, the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York, to celebrate our 10 year anniversary show. One year later. Oh yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Details TBD on that yeah, fucker. We're yeah. still in the kitchen on that. But one. I will say, Brooklyn and Detroit, the tickets are surprisingly flying. So yes. you want to get on that if you want to be at the show. Exactly. Yeah. It's not not the world's biggest venue. So you're you're gonna get left out in the cold, and it's gonna be New York in December. It's, it's gonna, gonna be cold. cold. Mm-hmm. Coming you know, from the cold, we got all the there's like these VIP options and whatnot, and mm-hmm. that's like you know meeting us in some capacity. I'll tell you what, if you want that to happen, if you want to qualify for that, you better get your ass vaccinated. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's stuck. Uh, but that's it for us. We're gonna try to clean up this daiquiri mess here. See if we can keep the fucking top on the blender next time. Please enjoy this episode of Witchboard live from the virtual Salem Horror Festival. Dak attack. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Huh? Sometimes, that is what I... Zombies have entered the building. They're at the door. They're coming in. It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick fucks. He's seen one too many movies. Now, it. don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. Put the fucking motion in the bag. What an excellent day for an exorcism. What is up, Salem, Massachusetts, and all points beyond on the internet? I am Andrew Jupin. 
I'm Eric Siska. I'm Steven Zadak, coming from the crypt for with you. That's a black cat, right? That sort of something. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing. That's that was worth it. I think it's that was Halloween. worth it. Yeah, I'm I'm Chris Cabot. I'm unsettled. <laughs> and we are We Hate Movies from New York City. Uh, thanks for coming out to this virtual uh, presentation of the Salem Horror Fest. We wish we could have been there. IRL, as the kids say. But uh, fuck you, COVID. Fuck you right in the devil ass, man. Mm-hmm. I think that went seamlessly. I think that went really yeah. well. Oh, the cat bit? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's one for the ages. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Charles Chaplin. Mm-hmm. George mm-hmm. Burns. Elaine Uh May, Steve Sadak's Black Cat Bit. (laughs) Yeah, above Buster Keaton, I would say. For sure. sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. Maybe if he was Buster Catton, we'd be talking. (laughs) (laughs) That would be something. Like a Um, human-cat hybrid. Oh, God, there we go. That's cat people, dude. That's a different horror movie. We've done Uh, that one. We have done that one. The Paul Schrader. Yes. Not the OG. Um. So, well, we are here uh, to do an episode for y'all. So thank you for uh, picking up your passes and hanging out with us this uh, spooktacular evening here. Uh, the film in question is Witchboard from 1986, directed by some guy named Kevin Tenney. He's directed a lot of movies with the word witch in the title. And Kevin which one is this? Which, oh, man. Wait, no, which, no, we can't. Which we can't. Do. We'll be here. We will be here all night if that's going to happen. Okay. All right. It's which board. <laughs> but which which board is it? It's the first which board. It's the first. Board. So the we're on the first which board right now. Yeah. This is now now. Do you okay. think that there was like uh, confusion on the set? It was like Tenny and like Tawny turned around and Tenny turned oh, around. Yeah. Tenny, uh, maybe. Tenny, Tawny. Tenny, Tawny. No, I think Kevin Tenney likes people on set to refer to him as Big Daddy K. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah, I think I, I read that on the internet somewhere. Um, yeah, this is a movie that I think is fun as hell. Let's yeah. get that out of the way. Sure. It is right in the uh, the sweet spot of the 80s. Like, it's firm. Like, sometimes you get a, mo- a movie from the early 80s, and it's secretly a 70s movie. Sometimes, yes. certainly, <laughs> in the, you get a late 80s movie. It's secretly a 90s movie. This is like a 1980s movie. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Down to the hair, down mm-hmm. to the slobs versus snobs mentality of the opening scene, uh, which I could—I wish we could have had a little bit more of the slobs versus snobs in this movie. And the, I mean, just the focus of uh, the weeha as something that like <laughs> is central to right, like so, life for at some point. Right? Is this sort of satanic panicky? Yes, it's not, I think yes, so. Yes, think yeah, so. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Yeah. Because whole- yeah, that oh, you go. Well, so it's a guy named Brandon, and he's got a, a Ouija board, and he's obsessed with it, and he uses it, like, daily. He's, which- like, so obsessed that I feel, and they don't really get into this, but, like, didn't you get the vibe that it's something to do also with his academia? Oh, you think oh, he's maybe. trying to get, that's, that's how he's getting good grades? No, I think he's supposed <laughs> David, to- what's the answer on the test, David? David? You don't really know what the deal is with these people, but I think... This guy, Brandon, who's the guy, the actor who looks like Julian Assange. Yes. He, I think, is either supposed to be like some sort of forever graduate student or like a college professor well, or something. Well, he's the son of the famous Sinclair Vineyards, a, mm. a, a wine magnate uh, yep, son. That's true. Uh, so maybe, <laughs> I mean, he can flounder and just be a like... Uh, but I do think the 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 Weeha uh, stuff is going to be his new thing for now. 
that seems to be what he's transitioning. So to. like his career. Yeah, that being his like a, a spiritual guide of some sort. I think he's a lost student, right? Because he's talking about like, oh, in class, you know, or is he Tawny Katan's professor? Is that what's going See, on? See, that's what I'm trying to ask oh. because so much of this movie is him being like, well, hey, Linda, you haven't been to class all week. And I'm like, well, what fucking business is it of yours? <laughs> because he's smelling her hair while she's doing yeah. the exam. <laughs> that's what's happening. This Dude, there is so much of this movie where he's trying to move in on her right in front of this other guy cucking his brains out. Well, the first shot, you think she's his girl, his girlfriend. Cause like yeah. he's got his arm around her and he's like, well, Jim, you're a real piece of shit. And it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Cause like it's immediately. And it also kind of starts like shot of the dead a little bit, like where you don't know what's even happening. Like yeah. you're right in your, in your mid conversation kind of a thing. And it's well, a it's a conversation you don't want to be in. Like I yes. don't want to be at this party. I've oh, been Jesus to these Christ. kind of parties. Yes. And dude, get me the hell out! Please it, send me to hell with a Ouija board. If anybody starts talking about the existence of God in my like general area, <laughs> yep. I'm leaving. Like that's I'll find a window if I. I have don't need to. those cute debates at a college party. It oh, was, thank yeah, you. it was interesting because I wrote down some of the dialogue and it's stuff like, "How can you not believe in God?" And, and it, God was he's like always been there, and he's like, "Well." The universe has always been there. That's what I believe. I'm a man of science. By the way, here's my ghost board. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I don't believe in God, but I do believe that Parker Brothers have cracked the fucking seventh seal. Yes. That I do believe. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Yeah. So he's like, it's, it, but also, like, the only way that I'm going to be at that party is past that. Is, you know what I mean? Like, it's, this guy is not drinking. He's totally stone sober. And he's like right. going at it with this nerd with his arm around somebody else's girlfriend about the existence of God. I mean, he has, this is uh, uh, rehearsed. Yes, oh, totally. oh, yeah. it, it's it's got yeah. like a, a like a it seducer's was, handbook vibe yeah. to it. It was written in the screenplay and they rehearsed it <laughs> before yes. they put the cameras on. That, no, that's but, also but, true, Eric. But he no, has, I know, I know. this dude has found himself in this yeah. exact same conversation yep. many times. It's just oh. his back pocket convo about like, if I start talking about this stuff somewhere. Some lady is going to fucking give it up because I am it's, so cool, so smart, and so sexy. It's funny that you should ask about this cardboard thing on my uh, <laughs> here. It's so funny that you should ask about This is a Ouija board. Yes, it Ouija. Would be, it would be insane to do that with anything. Could you imagine someone guy bringing over like a, a Jenga tower? And he's like, no, it's Yanga. So, so the Yanga tower was first um, invented at the turn of the century. It's uh, pronounced Othello, actually. It's Othello. Uh, Othello. Uh, uh, hey, those... Those are hungry hippos, actually. Uh, uh, they hungry, hungry hippos. It's Bottle Ship. Yeah. I believe the game is Bottle Ship. Um, yeah, Monopoly. So it, I don't know. <laughs> but also coming into a party with a board game, it's just like, where do you want me to lay down Majango? Unless it's previously discussed. I, I'm yeah. I'm in my mid, mid to late 30s. I'm hip to a board game party, baby. But like, it's got to be the focus of the evening. It's and actually pronounced, not what this is. Yeah. It's pronounced Twaster. <laughs> oh, careful with that one. <laughs> we should say, even though this you're in your own home, this is a blue show, by the way. Oh, who, uh, oh yeah. by the way, uh, who out there is uh, familiar with our show on the internet? <laughs> yeah, I have to say, yeah, you know, we've been we've been on the road for a lot of years now, and yeah, there's like a groove that we have with the live show. There's a little bit of a tradition, a little bit of ceremony behind it. This mm -hmm. is me drinking out of a wine bottle directly. <laughs> 
while I am not wearing pants. Mm. So that is, you know, thank God it's on the internet, man. I hope this is 18 plus (laughs) showing some knee. Anybody see, so the movie starts with black title cards, very 80s, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone see who did the score, which the theme to this movie. Oh, oh, yes. I think if you played it and really listened to it, it's the Halloween theme backwards. You know what I mean? Like It's like, it's that, but it's up. I cheered in my apartment. This is the third time I've seen this movie. And I I guess the other two times I didn't pay attention as much. But like, you know, when we prepare for the show, I'm sitting here like putting notes on my iPad and whatnot. And I just wrote down, holy shit, theme performed by Steel Breeze. Yes. That fucking rules. They died in a fucking van fire for sure. There's no two ways about it. It's just the guy who was doing the rest of the, you know what I mean? Like the score and shit. He's like, because I think the theme that they mean here is that, is it not the song at the end? Well, that's that's like, a, there's a you're creeping with the witches. Oh, okay. Using boards and shit. That's awesome. (laughs) I don't think those are the lyrics verbatim, but there is some sort of song, like a real rocking, kind of like at the end of Friday the 13th, part six. There you go, Steve. Well, yeah, Steve, just, wait, wait, wait. Steve is trying to contact the spirits right now on our uh-oh. live to tape show. Are you enjoying this, spirits? Yes. Is there someone or, watching this or right no. now? Wait, is someone watching this right now named David? David? David. Okay, now depending on where Steve goes, we will have an answer from the spirit. <laughs> the spirit is controlling Steve. Please stop doing this. <laughs> I'm hearing something. I'm hearing something. Oh, please child, stop please stop happening. Child, you're going between the realms right now. I see you down there with your Zoom background. <laughs> oh, your Zoom background, child, makes your arms glitch in and out. Oh, child, take a look behind you. Your background's changing on you. <laughs> oh, no, it's changing towards the titular witch board, child. You want a better medium in this movie. I mean, she's fun and fine. It's it's you're talking fun. about You're talking about Zarabeth? Zarabeth. Zarabeth. She is terrible. It's yeah, she's the, um, great. It's uh, what's Catherine, her face from Roadhouse? Catherine Wilhoit, I believe her name is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those things where, like, it, there's just a little too much in this character. Yeah, like comes comic relief, really. Comic relief, sure, and like the costume and her hair is like whatever. But then, like, she's got this insane like valley. It's not valley girl. It's like valley dude. Like, it's a, yes. She talks like Bill and Ted, basically. Yes. But, you know, she she also yeah, it just sticks out. Uh, amongst everything else, it's like you're eating a hamburger and all of a sudden there's like cake frosting in the middle of it. <laughs> yes, dude, that's a great way to put it. Because it's in the middle of the movie and she's not in it for too much and you're just like, oh, that cake frosting came and went, but it was yeah. a different taste for this movie. We're rolling it's- out to some diners, drive-ins, and dives. We're going to a place that serves a mighty fine burger stuffed with cake frosting. <laughs> cup burgers. We're going to cup burgers in Kentucky. Oh, cup man. burgers. Gross. Yeah. Um, so there, the whole thing is like, th- there's these two dudes. There's uh, our... They're not none of none of these people are heroes, but Brandon, <laughs> the guy we've been talking about, uh, and then Linda, which is his ex girlfriend, uh, and then also Jim, who is Brandon's former best friend and now uh, her current boyfriend. 
Right. Linda's current boyfriend. Mm -hmm. yes. So a little bit of a love triangle here. And I have to ask the question, if Linda and Jim are hosting this party, why invite your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> Excellent question. And who's also like a raving dick. Not just like yeah. kind yeah. of like, sometimes, you know, that can happen, you know, ex-boyfriends are cool and just like, ah, it's fine. Maybe there's a slight flirtation here and there. This guy is like a arm around her the entire time and like mm -hmm. talking down to the other guy. Like there's <laughs> something like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I think there's something where uh, Jim says something about intelligent life. He's like, yeah, I don't see it in front of me right now. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck? Just like, <laughs> Very like casually saying you're just like your father. Oh, like, oh, oh man, just like really, man. Because the thing about that though is like <laughs> the the screenplay does a, a bad job at establishing what everyone's relationship is to one another Big until time. way later in the movie. So in this scene, you're just sitting there like. Why is everyone being such a dick to everybody else in this conversation? And then way later, it's like, oh, yeah, we used to be best friends and there was a falling out over this woman. And you're like, well, what? You got to have that up front. Yes, you and, really do. And we're also like being introduced to Jim's uh, 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 other friends, Lloyd and fucking Mike, who seem like really cool people. So why can't I hang out with them? Why do I got to be with this fucking Brandon Sinclair? <laughs> Well, also, like, that's that's the move. He, he kind of gets up. He's like, well, I guess I'll go have a drink. And he's like, like, just like your father. And he, like, does the <laughs> thing where he, like, stops yep. in the hallway, like, mm. yeah. And they're, they're like, it's it's these two characters, Lloyd and Mike. Lo Mike doesn't get a lot to do. Lloyd dies, which is cool. And they're trying to figure out how he does his cool Jack Daniels trick, which is, like, knock the, the spin the, the cap off really quick. Like, I don't know how he does it, which I love so much. Oh, yeah. And the funny thing is, these two buddies, they are like straight out of the fucking pool filter at Action Park. You know what I mean? Like they are just 80s, be mulleted, like probably late teens, early 20s dudes, you know? Mm -hmm, totally scummy. Like a couple of a couple of Deweys between them. Definitely a couple of Deweys, definitely a couple of citations for pissing in a pool, you know, that kind of stuff. But like this other dude, Brandon, is so reprehensible and so of the like, country club cloth kind of a yes. thing that I'm like, I just want to hang out with these scumbags in the kitchen. Well, yeah, I mean, the scum, <laughs> yeah. the quote unquote scumbags are dudes that work in construction jobs and Brandon's just playing his goddamn board games, driving around in a fancy car. The scumbags are like splitting a little meth, making some top ramen on the fucking, uh, you know, stealing <laughs> it, of course, not their own top ramen. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he comes in the kitchen, and then like we're just we have our our, which is always the best thing. If you could find yourself like in a separate party at the party, you're in a better spot. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Like the yeah. party's those, going those on there like, it sucks. The, yeah, the sub parties. Mm -hmm. The sub parties were always way more interesting than the main event. So yeah, the, and he's just chugging from the bottle, and Tony Katan's like, "I'm sorry, Brandon, such a jerk," and he's just like totally wasted at this point. And he's like, I guess I'll be nice to him. Anyone else notice there's some off-season eggnog going on at this party? Like, no. Or like, what? Or I, don't, I don't know. Like, it's just they're drinking large, tall glasses of like something very yellow. Uh, huh. huh. Yeah. Off-season eggnog, you say? No, it's just spoiled milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this is a... This is the classic way to eat corn chowder, don't you know? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sip it from a highball glass. Oh. Uh, no, but that's kind of one of my things, man. Like, I don't know. 
Sometimes. Are you, you, you 365 in it? I, you can't 365 it, but that's my thing. I kind of would. Okay. I would have eggnog wow. in July if really? they sold it at the store. I huh. love eggnog. I love it. It's, it's probably fun. a lot so you of must contributing be really to my excited. weight problem. You must be really excited then. I mean, it's coming up. Oh, yeah. I know. Congrats. I can't wait. They should make eggnog for Halloween, like put red coloring in it or something. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Get some pumpkin nog going. Oh, I've had <laughs> pumpkin nog. It is oh, there wow. such a thing? What, it what, what is it? Is it just pulp, pumpkin pulp in a glass? <laughs> yeah, a couple seeds floating. It's in like, it. I think they just like spice it up a little bit. It's like more nutmeg than usual kind of a it's thing. Got, this is a different kind of sugar than the other sugar you see. <laughs> so like, uh, we kind of like cut in and like, Jim is just full on drinking this bottle of Jack Daniels. And we're just talking about the existence of God still. He's like, well, oh, do you guys... You want to use my widget board real quick? I just, I brought it. I just brought the widget board. <laughs> I'm glad that you're positioning it this way, Steve, because I don't remember how exactly it, because it's something about like, well, you, because Jim through Jack Chugs is like, oh, well, you don't believe in God, but you believe in spirits. What's up with that shit? <laughs> and I think well, that's when he's like, say my little buddy the ouija board here <laughs> well my favorite thing is he's like well you see it works better when it's a man and a woman and they're pure and <laughs> they're uh pure. and Tawny, also physically touching dude he yes, is yeah. fucking running yeah. a game on these people yeah. oh no actually we have to put uh the, for this to work properly the board has to be rest nestling our genitals <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, the uh, people who do this have to take their underwear off. Uh, and ghosts, also, ghosts are scared uh, of pants. Also, they have to show their feet. Uh, well, sorry, um, t- uh, Linda. Uh, David demands that I finger you right now. Just, just, just for David, the spirit. It's the, the only way to be- keep the connection strong, Linda. I have to diddle you right it, now. It keeps oh, pointing. yeah. Holding hands, that's from the movies. I have to finger you. (laughs) It keeps pointing to yes, and I swear I'm not moving. (laughs) To make a pure connection with David, what we have to do is reverse cowgirl in front of all these people here. (laughs) The spirits love it when you pay homage to them by reverse cowgirling in the middle of a living room. (laughs) Have a Ouija sexual uh, rodeo. And Jim, if you would cry while I'm doing it, that would just be beautiful. I'm sure David would love that. Yeah, David says you have to watch. David demands a clothed male, nude female talking video be made. Before we have sex, I need a 10-year-old boy's spirit to watch. That's the thing, too, man. Like, Uh I don't know, man. It's just a little creepy that he's just like, David is my friend. He's 10 years old and he's been dead for 30 years. It's like, does he say friend? No, he, he does say this. I think he calls think him a friend so. at some point. Like, they've been talking yeah. for a while, and it's just like an old person getting a chain email about, like, ghosts and shit and just replying sincerely. <laughs> and for some reason, the dude who's sending out these fake emails starts responding, and it, they build a friendship. David asked me to call this phone number and fucking reveal my social security <laughs> number to it. I mean, it seems more like the, the, uh, the boy, David is a Dennis the Menace, and he's Walter Matthau. Oh, got it. Oh. Is the relationship is it yeah. like yeah, every once in a while he's trying to give a lesson, but you know it doesn't stick. That's David, a property. Did you crack my window? Mm. <laughs> That's a property that needs ghosts, and I think Walter Matthau obviously is a ghost. Now. 
Yes, Was I'm David, the 10-year-old ghost. <laughs> you Let's... see, the thing is, I died in 1947, and yes, your voice gets older, but your spirit continues to be young. <laughs> Didn't Christopher Lloyd play the ghost of poverty in that movie? He's a crazy homeless man in that movie. Yeah, okay. Oh, man, yeah. And Leah Thompson's the mom, but they don't have any scenes together. Hmm. Huh. It's fucking bummer. So they, um, yeah, so he's just like, like, well, I guess me and Linda, because I'm sober, I haven't been drinking, and Linda never drinks, and Here's it's just like, it thing. just so happened. God yeah. damn it. He's like, oh, hey, uh, gather around everyone else at the party, because I have to make another couple personal announcements you don't care to hear. I don't smoke, and uh, I haven't been drinking much lately. I am <laughs> the best person in this room. <laughs> I, I mean, again, like, and, and Jim is just sitting there, like, taking it because it's all shots of Jim, and he's literally drinking Jack Daniels. At what point, like, you don't have to hit the dude, but, like, you know what? You flat faced fuck, get the hell out of my house. You know what I mean? Take yeah. your yeah. flathead and get out of here. I mean, the, the whole board thing, it's just to get with the girl. It's so yes. plainly obvious. Because he says something also, like, we made the jokes about, you know, genital manipulation, but <laughs> he does say something about, like, it helps also. If we're touching, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. t- touching knees or something, yeah. maybe. And it, at knees, that dude. point, it, Linda, it's like, I just my knob needs to be on you. It's nothing sexual, Linda. <laughs> David wants it. It helps if the two people who are doing the connection have seen each other naked before. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's very. It helps everything. But the second this dude says that shit, Jim needs to take this board <laughs> off of his lap and throw it out the front door into the yard. Sure. Sure. You want this Ouija board? Go get it. We have to and then pose lock for the some, door. We ha- Linda, we have to pose for some Polaroids for David. <laughs> it's for David. Well, All I right, you want to play some board games? We're going to do Pictionary now, okay? <laughs> exactly. Just you know, I think it's Pictionary actually. Oh, Pictionary. Oh, yeah. We should say that uh, Brandon, uh, who's the the dick, is just like, um, he's like, oh, what well, you're going to use your Ouija board? And he's like, um, it's pronounced Ouija, um. <laughs> and it's, like, it's, it's the French we and the German ya. Can you fucking believe this guy? Can you fucking just believe he doesn't know how to say? I mean, fucking the yes, it's unbelievable. Yes board. Also, what? I hope you get a prostate cancer like your dad did. By the way, great chips at this party. Like it's just like you get the fuck out of my house, you aggressive asshole. And he, around the horn, just because. Of, uh, thoughts on Ouija boards? Any stories about Ouija Ooh, boards? That's a- I, I, Go ahead, Steve. You got a big one, I bet. No, I don't. I've always been, I, I was raised Catholic, so I'm terrified of Ouija boards. Even though I'm like sort of a soft atheist right now, I just, you you, you put me in front of a Ouija board, I'm like, it's the devil, it's going to get me. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah, I can tell you, um, I'm not going to be able to tell the whole thing. It's been a long time since oh. I've heard it. And I wanted to text her and and see if I could get the story before today, and I, I forgot, but... Um, one time my mother found out that like we had been playing one like at a neighbor's house or something like that. And like it just was like casually mentioned in conversation and she fucking lost it. And we were like, who cares? Like, it's just it literally says like Parker Brothers on the side of it. Like, what does yeah. it matter? And she proceeded to tell us this story. Uh, it, was, it took place in like the 70s it was like her her boyfriend and then like another friend of theirs or something they went over to the house and the friend was like oh you know she was like let's do a Ouija board and they well, did this, it since this was in the 70s fortunate mm-hmm. son was playing on the radio <laughs> 
trying to paint the picture. Absolutely, dude. My mom's story. My mom's story started with a flashback of us bombing Vietnam. Lieutenant Dan said, "Wash your fucking feet." But it was a thing where she was trying to say to us, like, and the the movie kind of echoes similar rules where like if everybody who's participating participating in the Ouija round or whatever is not like a believer or not taking it seriously um and is like cracking jokes and whatever it it weakens the whatever and allows for evil whatever to come <laughs> through so yeah. My mom told us this story about, like, they were doing it. Her boyfriend was, like, being shitty about it. And then it was like, all right, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. And they, like, my mom walked into her friend's room or something. And the the woman was, like, convulsing and all this stuff was going on. And then, like, my mom says that when she went to run out to, uh, like, yell to her boyfriend to get help, she blacked out. And like when she woke up, it was the next morning and they were all, they had like slept on the couch and like, it could have just been a night of crazy 1970s partying that went out of control. (laughs) But I'm telling you right now that like the conviction with which she told this story to me and my younger sister, I fucking shit in my (laughs) pants. Yeah. Uh, uh, My only uh, Ouija board uh, uh, story is uh, uh, a friend of mine was uh, snorting crushed up Ritalin off one. Oh, of course, yeah. And I was trying to give them light, and I accidentally <laughs> set their hair on fire. <laughs> uh, Dude, that's, that's just that is disrespectful to the Ouija board, and you. It that is. is why you have been haunted ever since. <laughs> that's I, it's true. I, I, I even though like totally rational, that story scares me, Andrew. I'm like, I don't know, it's kind of creepy. And you know what's funny, Steve? I remember years ago in college, I I told the story to you guys, and I remembered way more of the details to it then. Yeah, and I remembered being like, and that's the story. And, like, everybody was terrified. And I know I didn't do as well of a job here, uh, but it it made me shit scared. I, I read something about... Uh, I never played uh, Ouija, unfortunately. Maybe we should do that one day on our YouTube Ooh. channel. Uh, there we go. go without dude. me, my friend. The three-man podcast. Right, yeah. Because you're Catholic, it's going to hurt more or something. <laughs> <laughs> But I read a rumor. I think this was on the internet. I think back, remember back in like live journal era of the mm-hmm. internet. Oh, um, yeah. I read some rumors about at SUNY Purchase where we went to college oh. that in one of the buildings, I don't know the, the new or the old that people had been using it. And obviously, oh, it's a little dead boy again. Yeah, it's, it's always, always a little, little dead boy. Always, and yeah. it, I, I'm sure it was completely <laughs> fake, but it was just like this whole like. Some girl had maybe drop out or something, and they it, they did it in the tunnels under the school. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, every, everything night. heightens it, you know. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. On a night, just, just like, like tonight. tonight. It's yeah. funny how it's always children, though. I mean, because I I uh, I also remember a, a separate story, not as terrifying. Was one time my mom told me that she was using a board with her sister, and they were like in college college age or something, and uh, they contacted a spirit of a young boy who had drowned in the pond behind her school. Now, uh, uh, her uh, apartment oh, complex. Man, pound, pound, uh, pound, pond, pond, pond people. Pond crazy. Pond people. Uh, but unlike this movie, I don't think they went to the library and researched whether or not a child had died in that pond. You got to do that, man. You got to do yeah, your yeah. due deal. So he's it's like, important. all right, 
Um, I'm going to just, uh, you know, we're just touching knees. We're just being a little sexy together. Uh, touching hey, knees. Do you mind if I uh, call my 10-year-old little friend in, in on this situation? Just oh, it's me. Hello, Mrs. Torres. <laughs> it's making a figure eight. That's David's secret symbol. <laughs> oh, does he say that? I missed he that does, one. He does, yes. Man, I listen, fucking Brandon, I got a car to sell you, dude. And there's fucking magic beans in the glove box. Well, he said um, something. Oh, you go. Uh, Brandon, this is David. Uh, she can't hear me, right? Uh, get closer to her. <laughs> David wants you to get closer to her. Please tell her that you need to be super close. I, I, I'm sorry. This is what David's telling me to do. And David's the ghost. So oh, he's yeah. the boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the devil is behind David going, David, tell him. <laughs> oh, gonna... He's trying to say something. It goes to M, 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 M. You know, horny, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm only 10 years old, but being in hell makes your voice like this. <laughs> uh, She's the... got a great pair of hooters, this one does. It's wow. me, David. I'm a 10-year-old boy looking at Hooters. (laughs) (laughs) Walter Matthau impressions make everything funny. Mm -hmm. They they really do. So the board goes flying from between their legs, and you hear his car tire explode at the same time. Hang on a second. There is a thing that is happening in here. So they're asking questions, and (laughs) this woman, Linda, goes, will you return to the world of the living one day? Like, Come on, Linda. Don't she ask says, a ghost that. She says that, and then she's like, can you choose who your parents are if that's the case? And that like, happens what, a bit later. What cartoon are you watching? What are you <laughs> do, talking about? Wow. Do you well, know Jesus? <laughs> do, do, do you talk to Jesus? Spirit, what is your name? <laughs> J-E-S-U-S. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Zeus is trying to communicate to us. <laughs> yes. His spirit won't be at rest until everyone's Christian. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so he they say that like David starts getting agitated. It's also because Jim starts making some flippant remarks around here. Yes. Board goes flying. And then, yes, there's a big like gunshot sound. And it's this Brandon dude, his sports car's got a tire blown out. And um, he comes out, he goes out and he's like, you know what? David would never do this without you, Jim. Thanks for nothing, Jim. <laughs> he's like, but you were the one using the board or whatever. Yeah, he held me responsible for your <laughs> bad behavior. You just ruined my relationship with my best friend, a 10-year-old ghost. A 10-year-old ghost that's acting like a middle management guy that's like, well, no, I'm sorry. You were in charge of the board. That was your prerogative. You know, that's Jim's working under you in this fucking corporate hierarchy. He was the only one I could talk to about the original Popeye cartoons, okay? <laughs> he loved them. He loved them. David? And he's- David, did Wimpy like hamburgers? <laughs> Pointed to yes, this fucking thing's legit. Uh, so there's a big like you know confrontation out in the driveway you know and it just it sort of like kills the party which is totally fine party's over guys yeah Yeah. there's a weird like they have a quick conversation it's Jim and Linda in the bedroom and uh, you know they're having like kind of an argument that ends and he tricks her into having sex here basically 
Well, the, Jim, we should get into Jim here. He is a cypherous creep, and I don't understand that, like, it kind of gets resolved with the movie, but it's like, you don't feel anything for anybody, do you, Jim? He's like, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> and neither, no, uh, Brandon and him don't really, neither actor really has, like, any, like, chemistry with her, really? Mm-hmm. No, I never felt no, it for any of them. No actor in this movie has chemistry with anything. <laughs> but, but I, that's why I you're feel, in fucking Witchboard. But I feel like that's because fucking O.J. Simpson's coming to set I and making sure that nobody is fucking like being like flirtatious with her. Now, see, here's the classic Chris Cabin saying things without giving the backup information. The, yep. the, the, the female lead of this movie, Tawny Catan, at the time of production, dating O.J. Simpson. I swore this was common knowledge. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, yeah. nobody gives a fuck about this. What are you crazy? I, I don't know. But that's a great question you bring up, though, Chris. Did O.J. Simpson visit the set of Witchboard? <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to at least go to the premiere. Like, oh man! Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'll do it as a joke. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> David, am I uh, am I going to have a long and healthy career as an actor? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Are me and Nicole going to be together forever? Oh, that's <laughs> no. I'm still going to be famous, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Keeps on circling back to yes a bunch of times. Well, you know, I, I mean, would now? Okay, OJ Simpson using a Ouija board. Yeah. Would he be punished for making people into ghosts, or does that give him an advantage? It depends on who he's connecting with. If it's That's if true. It's, if it's David, maybe he'd be punished. But if it's Malfador, Malfador's all into it, dude. Oh, he's just like, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like your work. Couple of good kills there, OJ. <laughs> hey, Orenthal, would you like to be an evil spirit once you cross over? Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I just imagine him on imagine him on set, like up to the director. He's like, they don't have to touch that much. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, I know, I know that they're both fucking have fucked her, but they don't have to touch. They don't have to like look at each other in the eyes. You know. Oh, he was like very, he was very protective. Oh, I guess that was the whole murder thing. Okay, that was part of <laughs> his it's coming yeah. back to me now. <laughs> yeah, I remember all the the rage. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, you know, like it's it's nothing, blah blah blah. And she's like really kind of freaked out about it. Uh, and he does kind of like she's like really mad. He's like, "You're not mad, come on, babe." Come and she's on. like, oh, "You're not that mad, are you?" Like yeah. he's talking to a dog right here, man. <laughs> I was like, "God damn it, Tony Katan, don't fall for this." Greatest. Uh, we cut to the next day. Jim is work. He's going to work. He's at a construction site building a house, and Linda is back home. And Brandon leaves one of the best <laughs> answering machine messages I've ever heard in my life. He just says, "Hey, Linda, it's Brandon." Yeah, I left my Ouija at your house. (laughs) And you would think that this dude, right, like would be so protective of that dumb board that he would make sure he's not leaving the house without it. But he's doing the George Costanza trick where he just, you leave something behind. Yep. He's like, oh, Linda, why don't you uh, bring my Ouija board to class on Friday? First of all, I'd be like, absolutely. I'm not walking into class with a Ouija board. It's fucking, we're, we're graduate law students. I'm not like, hi, everybody. I brought the Ouija board. <laughs> hey, we were uh, having fun last weekend. Linda, Linda, I left my ghost at your house. Bring it in. Uh, my uh, ghost uh, friend. Uh, uh, Linda, this is, uh, or uh, Brandon, this is Linda. Yep. Yeah, no, I got your message. No, I will not take that in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, like, can you no, imagine here. walking down the street, someone saw you carrying a Ouija board? No. That's embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, no. But I need my Ouija board before I go to Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> that actually brings 
brings up a memory for me. I saw a Ouija board recently on the sidewalk. Someone was giving it away, and I'm like, that oh. thing is definitely close. Here's the thing. That's yeah. the thing, dude. They... Whether or not it actually happened, mm-hmm. those people that threw that out believed yep. that they had some horrible experience exactly. with it. It's probably bye-bye men in their house. And everything. <laughs> <laughs> the candy oh, man's in there. O.J. Simpson. Yes. <laughs> A gaggle of bye-bye men is what we're saying. Yeah, the bye-bye yeah. men. Yeah. <laughs> They just kept saying the name over Who's and over that? again. Back, Backstreet Boys. Yes. <laughs> that um, was uh, in sync, right? In sync. Yeah. The bye bye man. But he even says, like, oh, yeah, could you bring it on Friday? Because I'm going to use it this weekend. I got some people coming over, having another Ouija. You know that cool Ouija party which I tried to have at your house? It didn't work out. I'm going to be better at mine. And it's also, it's all a big open invitation. Like, you want to stop by with the Ouija board and see what happens? We can talk oh, to uh, David again. Linda forgot to mention the Ouija party on Friday. It's a Ouija slash pool party, so you better bring that bikini, Linda. Ouija party. You remember uh, Rachel, that friend of yours who always kind of liked me? Yeah, she's going to be coming by, and I might, you know, I might connect with David with her. I might, like, put my knees, and, like, I might make her have sex with me so we can talk to David again. In that case, okay, dude, because that's someone who's not in a relationship, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe, yes. So she winds up using the Ouija board now. She's like, oh, yes. speaking of no one's looking. And I think she at some has, point, it's very important right here. She uh, quickly, she's looking at uh, it. It's also in the answering machine thing. Yeah. So there's the Brandon message. And then there's a thing from the doctor's office that's like, oh, hey, Linda, the test results came back. We'd like to discuss them with you. If you could call us anytime uh, before 1230 today, that would be great. And she looks at the clock and it's like 10 of one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're like, oh, okay. Like test results. Young lady, we just had a sex yeah. scene before. It's, there's probably right. a pregnancy thing going on. Mm-hmm. And then this series of questions to David kind of solidifies right. that why, assumption. Why wait a day and trust a medical professional? <laughs> why not ask a 10-year-old ghost? <laughs> just ask a ghost. <laughs> Am dude? I pregnant? Uh, and she's like, Am I pregnant? I think he says yes. And she's like, Would you like to be our son, David? And I'm like, <laughs> Because she's like, yeah, like, is it true you can pick your own parents? And it says, yes. And then it's like, would you like to be our son? And he's like, no. Just like, what the fuck, David? The thing just spells out, that's weird. (laughs) This is making making me uncomfortable. Spirit or not, could you imagine talking to like a 10-year-old person? And then I guess it would then be reborn as a bit. It's just such a weird yeah, it's like, hey, David, would you like your spirit to go into the zygote that's in me right now? <laughs> yes. What I do you think you about that, way. David? I want you inside me right now, David. That's Tony <laughs> Catan, by the way. There, there she, she is. is. She's a bit harried by the witch board there. Um, that's the witch board's hand? I think so. I mean, it, it's your classic VHS cover that has no yep. relation to the movie whatsoever. See also uh, the poster and like entire subtitle of Witchboard 2. Oh, God. Witchboard 2 colon the Devil's Doorway. There's no fucking mention of the devil in that movie. Come on. No. Yeah, you can't be calling it the Devil's Doorway. Uh, and then she, she's like, yeah, but so why, why wouldn't you want to join our family? And he's just like, Jay. I am. (laughs) We haven't known each other long enough for you to ask me that. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So what? I was. So what? Did they come to the construction? Yes. Oh, the construction site. 
Because she's like, oh, I guess you hate Jim from the other night. It's like, yes. Like, would you like something bad to happen? She even asked, like, do you want something bad to happen to him or something? He's like, yes. <laughs> we cut to the construction site and it's Where this him. guy, by the way, is using and him and his whole crew there. They're just like, oh, yeah, where's my hammer? And they're just all using axes. It's like, that's a hammer. I'd never seen this like hammer axe combo thing. Yeah, me Every either. hammer I've ever owned just has the like nail loosener on the other sure. side. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot cooler if it's got the axe, though, though. You well, think I'm about sure that? this is just some fancy schmancy construction I- dude thing, you know? I would walk up to them with a hammer and be like, what do you call this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's a thump thump. <laughs> that's what we call that the thump thumps we, you know we got no, no, no. a lot of thump thumps that's around a wrench here. sir <laughs> and also, yeah, arrange like, all the fucking names <laughs> so that's a hammer but then how do you get the nails out then like that's the point of the other end of the you hammer just, you, no you just chop off the whatever you're nailing completely. <laughs> yeah, you just you cut it out no no and then so you, fill in the hole again you put down your hammer and you get your thump thump and that's what you uh, take the nail yeah, out yes. with. That's uh, how you do it every time. The thump thump. Except, uh, unless you have a ball peen thump thump. Then, <laughs> you, you know, you can't really do much other than what a hammer would do. Uh, so, yeah, he's uh, he's hanging out with his buddy uh, Lloyd here. Is it, is this it is Lloyd? Lloyd. Yes. Yeah. This, and, this dude more so than the other guy looks like a guy that I saw in video footage in that Action Park documentary. Yes. Oh, Which absolutely. is why I said that because I just watched that movie on HBO Max and it's fucking an incredible documentary. Class it's, Action Park is the name of the movie. All those people are watching Witchboard. Oh, you want to go to my house watch Witchboard tomorrow morning? We'll go to Action Park afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch Witchboards and then we'll go to Action Park. I'll break my fucking leg in a water slide. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I had uh, money in Witchboard. <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh, yep. I, I, yeah, Probably. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Witchboard, uh, am I going to break my legs at Action Park tomorrow? Oh, yep. That's yes. <laughs> oh, Witchboard, a- am I going to have a fucking nail tail through my thigh at Action Park? Yeah, Probably. <laughs> I'm going to write a movie based on my experiences at Action Park, call it Witchboard because a 10-year-old died. <laughs> David, did you die at Action Park? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> Steve, uh, you said that in watching that movie, it helped you r- recall which ride you almost personally died on on Action Park? Oh, yeah, I totally almost died on Action Park. I think it's the Cannonball. It's been a couple of days since I've seen it. It's like the Cannonball shot, which yeah. is, it looks like a regular water slide, which is like a tube. And the idea of a water slide is it delivers you into the water. But this water slide did not. It stops halfway and then you're like 10 feet in the air and then you drop kind of a thing. And then you can't can't tell when you get on the thing. It's just like, oh, water slide, go into the water. And you kind of just drop out. And I was not a strong swimmer at all. So I uh, was sucking up some water after that and I had to get removed by a lifeguard. So I almost died. I almost died at Action Park after watching Witch Points. Honestly, in watching that movie, dude, it's amazing that a lifeguard saved you. It's amazing <laughs> that you were alive. Is that the one that also just dumped you in like a creek? Like it no, wasn't it was, a pool? It was, no, it was, it, was a, it was a pool at least. It was I a think. pool? Okay. Oh, no, actually, yeah, it's been a long time. It looked like mostly something. creeks in the documentary. That's, yes, I'm yeah, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the water yeah. was ice cold. That's also part of it, like the, the shock of the water. <laughs> Look, what you do is you swim around the corpses, okay? <laughs> Look, we don't got a corpse remover on staff. We're, we're, we're actually taking, if you know anybody, we'd love to have them. Don't worry, when they're dead, they can choose their parents. <laughs> Look, they signed the form. What do you want to hear from me? They signed it. They could be a corpse. 
So Jim is like uh, talking to Lloyd. Uh, you know, they're on break at the construction site. And Lloyd's like, man, that Ouija board guy last night was a real douchebag. And he proceeds to give like some detail here about like they were buds at one point growing up. And like, you know, Jim kind of had a bad home life. So he basically like grew up at Brandon's with Brandon's parents, blah, 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 blah. And then we, we learned the great detail that Jim went to medical school. <laughs> and during that time was when Brandon was dating Linda. And then they broke up before Brand, uh, before Jim got back. And when Jim came back from med school, they just met him and Linda separately, had no idea that they dated, but it caused the huge rift. And this whole time, Lloyd's just like, bro, you went to med school? <laughs> he gives him a piano, man. Man, what are you doing here? <laughs> Sing us a song, you're the Ouija man. <laughs> Uh, and so, like, while they're talking or whatever. Paul, are you a real estate novelist? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. What is that? Paul, are you making love to a tonic and gin? <laughs> <laughs> Should probably not take it out like that in the middle of the bar. But, <laughs> uh, but it's they. So Jim's like, all right, man, enough Jim's backstory here, Lloyd. Time to get back to work. And this dude's like. Nah, man, I think I'm going to take a nap on this construction site before I get back to work. And he goes, employment does nothing to me. And like this dude does not get the sentence out. All of this shit just collapses. And yeah. we see like a little ghost moving an axe and like a rope gets cut and all of this shit falls on this dude and just crushes him instantly. It's a great death. It I is like a good the, death. Did we see a ghost? No, but you see like his... His, his hammer axe hammer, thing is like yeah. up on a platform and yep. you just see it like kind of right. Turn. But it's, it's like a stack of sheetrock. It's great. This dude just gets like crushed. Oh, his whole totally thing crushed. Just yeah. Covered into that uh, blood there. They're also doing a thing. So to identify on top of the shaky axe, but to identify that there's like a presence around, there's a lot of ghost cam in this movie. So yeah, I like that. Ooh. A lot of aerial ghost cam stuff. Uh, so, yeah, this dude is crushed immediately. Uh, and meanwhile, Linda is just back home, just obsessed with this Ouija board, like now just using it to help her find things around <laughs> yeah. the house. It's a find a key. She got a find a key app in the 1980s. <laughs> She's like, I'm missing my ring. Where is it? Oh, the drain. That's exactly where obviously where it would have to be. OK, cool. And like she gets it. And then Jim comes in and she she screams and she starts cursing. He's like, whoa. Why are you cursing at me, right? Like, it's just such a weird, like, babe, babe, your language. <laughs> Is she the one that says, I don't need to hear that shit right now? Yes, yeah. <laughs> she just screams fuck at one point. And I'm like, yeah, if you know, it was darn and heck all before mm -hmm. this, yeah, that might strike my imagination. Jim actually says he doesn't need this shit right now when he's like, oh, she's right. like, oh, I found my ring. You know, David told me, uh, David who? <laughs> like completely yeah, yeah, yeah. acting yeah. like the Ouija board thing never happened. It's also entirely possible that he got so wasted on Jack Daniels the, the, that night <laughs> oh, yeah. before. He doesn't remember that the ghost's name was J uh, Hey, David. Roy, are you around? Roy the, Roy the ghost? <laughs> Roy, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I think the ghosts are pretty narcissistic. They want to know that they want you to know that they're doing this shit. So maybe if you drink enough, completely forget the night, black it out. Yeah. You're just walking around. Now David doesn't have the power as much. That's, That's always been my theory in horror movies in a haunted house. If you've got like, what if I just got blackout drunk? Like what <laughs> happens then? Like, you know what I mean? Like 
do what, do your worst to me, ghost. I am fucking glad I won't remember this. And you know, like I'm an easy target. So you probably didn't want to do anything. Well, that's a great call, Steve, because you know, all of, you know, these, yeah, there's so many like, uh, funny joke stories or whatever, like, you know, all, to get this million dollars, you have to stay yeah. overnight in a haunted house. And I'd be like, yes, definitely. And yeah. then I would just get so drunk that I'm about to pass out. And right yeah. at like the moment of passing out, you just fucking spark a ball, dude, to really just hammer home that you were going to fall asleep right now. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up the next, like, what's a ghost going to do to a passed out person? You can't scare someone who's asleep. But, but you could possess them pretty easy. I I'd guess it say. depends on the apparition, Chris Cabin. That's a good call. He gets yeah. in there and he's like, oh, I'm f- why am I so fucked up? Oh, this sucks. <laughs> Shit. I thought he was just asleep, but he is heavily medicated. <laughs> <laughs> tries to get, the ghost tries to get him. He falls on the floor like, Shit. Holy God, his cholesterol. Oh, <laughs> God. How oh. could someone be this out of shape? And he's trying to get out of your body, and your body's just like, No, 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 pulling him back in. <laughs> Oh my, you wake up the next morning. Oh my God, the ghost made me piss my pants. You don't understand, no. ghost. You're locked up in here with me. <laughs> yeah, I've blamed that on a ghost before, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells her that, um, you know, bad news, Lloyd is dead. Good yeah. news, half day. You know, so not, not you know, mm-hmm. there's like, dude, yeah. he. <laughs> That's hysterical that you positioned it that way because he fucking buries the lead so hardcore. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing home? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I like, live here. Uh, he, goes, uh, he goes, the well, the, uh, the foreman closed the site for the day. There was an accident. Jesus Christ. Lloyd is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy that was here last night, my best friend? Yeah. But you, you don't start the death notice with, I got a half day. <laughs> I think with one of the, it, like, this is a great movie. It's fun. It's dumb. But they should try to talk to some of the dead people. With the Ouija yes, board, that's right? a great idea. Yeah. You're totally right. Yeah, contact Lloyd. Be like, what yeah. happened, man? And he'd be like, I don't know, man. My last memory is about Action Park. <laughs> so, but, uh, I mean, the medium who comes into play soon enough, you would think she would have enough power potentially in the afterlife to respond. Sure. I mean, I if I was Jim, I would like be pretending like I'm totally into this and like, like, oh, yeah, I hear David, too. Oh, I hear everybody else. Oh, it's your grandfather. <laughs> I'm hearing your grandfather. He says we don't have to get married, you know, that we can express our love in different ways. We don't have to settle down. This is a great point, Chris, because his only move here, because she becomes obsessed with the Ouija yes. board. He has to out Ouija her. He has Absolutely. to be like, I'm the Ouija guy now. He's got all the merch. Right. And he's just buying so many of them and contacting <laughs> all types of people. If she's thrusting, you better be parrying, buddy. <laughs> what if she's using a Ouija board on one part of the couch and you're using a Ouija board on the other? Like, you get your own. Uh, no, you use your Ouija board. I got mine right here. It's I like, think that's tough, man. I think it's like when, you know, we're working from home and it's like when your partner is also using the fucking Wi Fi for a Zoom yes. conference. I think, you know, two Ouija's in the same apartment. I don't know. Trouble. I look at two bars. <laughs> I look at two bars on my Ouija board. So we cut to Lloyd's funeral, um, and it's sad. And this detective character Jesus shows up. This Love dude this does not need to be in this movie. <laughs> he really this doesn't. This dude sucks. And, like, it's just like I get what he's doing because he's like, oh, hey, Dave. Uh, hey, Jim. Uh, weird how uh, Lloyd died. Do you like magic, Jim? And he's like, "Well, I don't know. Fuck, what the fuck are you talking?" He's like, "Oh man, I would." They got Sigmund and Roy out, out Vegas, the best magicians you ever seen. And he's like, <laughs> it's "Is like that long- a, is that supposed to be a joke, or so, yeah. 
Or are you not allowed to say Siegfried and Roy? Like, did they have that copywritten? Copyrighted? They probably do. Yeah. Anyway. And it's, it's like this long way to say, like, oh, by the way, I think something's funky about your friend's death. But, like, dude, just get to it. Yep. Yeah. He's talking about, like, all this. It's all this magic stuff. And it's like a way to make him, like, He's thinking it's like, oh, I'm like this cool, funny detective who's going to fucking slam him with this accusation. <laughs> he refers to himself as a rock contour. Mm. I feel. I feel like he takes that label onto himself. Well, he Only says, other people can call you a rock contour. You cannot call yourself what? a hey, rock contour. Tell him. You don't got to tell me. <laughs> I know you've never referred to yourself as a rock contour. Hell no. Don't no, got oh, the ego for that. We live in Fairfield. I'm the Fairfield. Um, I'm like the 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 traffic cop, the, bomb the squad homicide, guy. homicide guy, and the bomb squad guy. And it's like you you can defuse the bombs. Like never had to yet. And it's like all right. I just <laughs> I don't know what this character is, but he needs to get away from me. It, it keeps I, just think about like if that character was completely excised from this movie, what would change? Absolutely nothing. Well, uh, if that's the case, he's got to die in Act One. Like yes. he's got to be one of the first people to die. Definitely. Yeah, horrific. The, the body count in this movie is 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 pretty meager, honestly. Like it, right well, after this, yeah. when he's leaving the cemetery, he's driving away, and suddenly little ghostly hands, little <laughs> ghost hands, start well moving. You're the totally right, wheel. dude. And great example I can give you, the most excellent George C. Scott movie, The Changeling, in that haunted house movie, when the cop comes to the door and is, like, being threatening and, and everything, and then he, like, drives away being like, I'm going to get you, George C. Scott. Mm. The ghost fucking kills that dude immediately. Flips yeah. the car over. It's yeah. awesome. That's what you need no, to do. Get it, like, the end of Drag Me to Hell, where, like, mm-hmm. the actual, like, come and bring it down. <laughs> that would That's be pretty, I need. pretty badass, actually. Um. Yeah. So, like, they're like, oh, so now, like, we're planting the thing. Like, uh, Jim is suspected of murdering this dude because his fucking axe hammer thing is missing. And I'm like, I do not need a forensic investigation <laughs> in the middle of this Ouija board movie. So Brandon calls up again and he's like, Hey, uh, it was Friday yesterday. I didn't get my fucking Ouija board in class. Ouija, Ouija, Ouija. It's so funny because that she's just like, Yeah, I was at Lloyd's funeral. Um, that's oh, why I went right. to class. I mean, oh man, she totally makes him feel bad about that. Though it's great. I couldn't participate. I couldn't participate in singles Ouija. <laughs> Which I go to every Thursday night because she's like, um, and he's like, yeah, oh, he's like, oh, Lloyd's funeral, how'd that go? And she's like, oh, it's you know, it's a funeral. He's like, I bet Jim didn't cry. And she's like, uh, well, no, he didn't. He's like, yeah, because he's got fucking ice in his veins. He doesn't feel anything for anybody. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, it's insane wow. how he keeps trying to hammer home that he believes Jim is like a sociopath or something. But Jim is because later on, like I think it's at night, like you know, they're just like cuddling and canoodling and she kind of lets lets it go that she's probably pregnant and he's like oh wow you're yeah you're not like crazy and possessed you're just you're just kind of pregnant you're becoming a mom babe <laughs> and she's like oh jim i love you and he goes <laughs> i know but that is a 
a great moment because he's just like, oh my God, all the signs that point to a little ghost harassing us is the same exact thing as being pregnant. My I'm mother born, told yeah. me the exact same thing happened to her when she was carrying me, Linda. She was yeah. seeing ghosts. She found a fucking ring in a sink drain. My Once dad's you- friend died in under mysterious circumstances. All of it happened when yeah. she became a mother. <laughs> when people see ghosts, they get morning sickness. <laughs> that <just> happens. <laughs> Vice versa, too. So Linda has this fucking crazy dream where she's like walking you know, into an empty, it's their house, but it's all empty. And she walks up the stairs and there's like a coffin in the middle of the room with the Ouija board just sitting on top of it. <laughs> kind of great. And then like she looks over the coffin and like arms come up and strangle her and she wakes up. All of the most scary stuff in this movie happens in these these like 10 second dream sequences. A funny, uh, fun thing to do if you're ever watching this movie is whenever they're doing these very slow, spooky, like slow, like push ins on the Ouija board. Like imagine it being any other board game. <laughs> imagine that being Popomatic Trouble. Imagine Ooh. that being Life. I'm sorry, Lefe. Um, <laughs> or Guess Who, possibly. Yeah, even that. Like, you would just, you, Guess Who. You would just be scream laughing at it. That would be great, dude. Some of the little characters in, in, in the Guess Who cards are actually haunted paintings, they're just Jim. little. Jim, you're too stupid to understand Guess Who. Okay, <laughs> first off, I need your girlfriend. She needs to be on top of me. <laughs> That's just how guess who works. Look, Sorry. before I ask if anyone is wearing a hat, our <laughs> knees have to be touching. That's how you play guess who. Okay. It's about the connection. Now, is anybody, is he bald? Is the person bald? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, touch my balls. Um, <laughs> facial hair. Do they got facial hair? <laughs> the <old> mustache. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, so like that's kind of what's going on. Uh, she decides I mean, br- to break up with David. This is hilarious. Yeah, she's like, she's like, you know what, David? This isn't working out. I'm, you know, I'm getting creeped out here. I'm gonna give you back. I'm gonna give the board back to Brandon. That's gonna be but, out of my house. But, 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 but wait, what? One minute. Can you give me the uh, the the forecast for the next three days? <laughs> break it down hourly, if possible. This, and this, there's some poltergeist shit around here too, right? Like he starts fucking up the apartment a little bit. Well, it's a really ridiculous, like he throws a bunch of ketchup on the floor and then drops a knife right into it. Nice. And she's going to be, wow, I get that message. (laughs) Wow, David, you're so creative. You're going to be a little filmmaker. (laughs) So we'll uh, move it along a little bit here. But um, so, so Brandon comes to the construction site again another day and he's like, hey, Jim, here's the deal, man. I got to tell you what's going on. I'm pretty sure uh, Linda, who we both love, uh, and hopefully by the end of this 98 minutes, I will have won her heart. Um, she's definitely addicted to this Ouija board and she's been, uh, let me ask you this. Is she uh, swearing a lot? Is she acting crazy? Is there like erratic behavior happening here? Yeah, she's definitely addicted to this Ouija board. Uh, you know, and he's just trying to sell him on this. And this dude is like, ghost addiction. Ah, dude, if you're telling me my lady friend is addicted to a ghost, man, it sounds pretty dumb. I think it's called pro- progressive entrapment. Is that what he's That's saying? That's correct. Progressive yes. entrapment. Yes. So the idea is like the ghost. He's also arguing that this is not, in fact, David, but it's a, it's a spirit, an evil spirit lying, pretending to be David. And is basically making her like more and more addicted to the Ouija board until like she will 
be totally controlled by this spirit. The spirit will possess her. <laughs> Progressive entrapment is the it, thing that they make it's, up. It's easy to think about. Just to th- imagine the train spotting boys, <laughs> but they're doing Ouija board okay. uh, with mother. And uh, they're stealing TVs and, to pay for the Ouija, new Ouija boards. And Got David it. is the baby on the ceiling. Yes, that's that's true. There it is. But what's David, funny is like, get out of that toilet. We eventually we get a, we get the differentiation that like there is a David and there is a evil spirit, and it's like this thing like they're trying to call David at this party, and this evil guy was like walking by the neighborhood or something, <laughs> floating by. It's like, hey, hey, if he's not going to play that game, I'm just going to play it for him. <laughs> oh yeah, they get catfished basically. Yeah. They get oh, yeah. catfished. I'm, I'm ten it's... years old. I'm scary. <laughs> I'm really sexy too. Yes, I am Mariah Carey. <laughs> All right, uh, we're just gonna do a reverse ectoplasm search on on Google. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Neve Shul, Neve Soul Man. Oh, Neve Solman, there he yeah. is, dude. Sorry, sorry, it's Neil Goulman. Apologies, oh, yes. Neil Goulman. Goulman. Yes, that's that's. And one. yeah, it's weird. Uh, the picture, the picture she sent me was like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Brandon, Brandon finally kind of convinces him a little bit, and he's like, "Look, let me just bring a medium by the house. We'll exercise the spirit and get it out of the apartment." Yada yada. So we have. Like any good ghost movie, you have a a, a pretty cool exor or not the exorcism a seance scene, mm-hmm. um, and so in comes uh, this uh, Zara Beth Kathleen mm-hmm. Wilhoit. Um, what is what is her deal in Roadhouse? She's like Patrick Swayze's buddy. I've like seen it in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. I think yeah. it's a buddy. I, I don't. I but okay. I forget. So she's just kind of like, oh, Mr. Han. <laughs> she comes in. She's like, oh, yeah, let's talk to some ghosts. <laughs> you, you would think if you were like, if it was Linda or like anybody who just wants to like convince Jim to do this, like the first thing you'd be like, just make sure she doesn't look like she sings for X-ray specs. <laughs> you know what? Make sure she yeah. maybe you know. Uh, Brandon, can I talk to you for a quick second in the kitchen, dude? Yeah, okay. Remember when I told you I was down with this seance thing? Yeah, okay, cool. Remember the one stipulation I had? What was that? Oh, yeah, yeah. She can't look like she sings in x-ray specs. Did you fucking see what's out there in my living room? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, fuck. Oh, great. Oh, man. She's got so many bad jokes, too. Yeah, oh, they're terrible. Like, oh, it's a little psychic humor. <laughs> like, I mean, the idea, though, like, I guess, I guess the idea is like, oh, this is like a, a curveball in the screenplay, right? Like, you would expect her to be really reverent and very eerie and ooky, but she's actually like this punky kind of lady. Sure, and it's fine, but it's just like it's a, a lot. bit too much. And I think what makes it a bit too much are all of those dumb jokes, none of which I remember because I put them right out of my brain because they're all like the worst kind of jokes. They're like just the dumb pun things and just it, saying insane shit and then someone goes, what? And then you go, no, it's a joke. The joke. <laughs> the only joke I have here is when she dies later. <laughs> That's a funny uh, moment. There is uh, one very fun, funny moment about that. So they do this whole uh, the seance or whatever, and th- David supposedly goes inside of her uh, <laughs> and is like speaking to the group, you know, because she's like, "Yes, Brandon, I know you." Like she's doing kind of like a little baby voice. <laughs> yes, kind of funny. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I was really upset at the party when you were making fun." He's like. David, did you did you pop my tires? David, did you pop my tires? Like, yes, I was trying to get back at you. Well, you owe me two hundred bucks, David. I want two hundred lodge. 
what I, I love too. It's like I guess this is this is the evil ghost catfishing them. So it's like an old man ghost <laughs> being like, "I'm a little boy." <laughs> yeah, it's the old serial killer we've come to find out eventually. And like you just imagine that like it's David and him in like the same phone booth, <laughs> and he's just like handing it back and forth between them. Let me let me get no 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 no. Oh yeah, I'm so scary. <laughs> Um, oh yes, it's me, little <laughs> David. I'm definitely a child. I love um, when she comes into the apartment. They're like, um, "Well, I spent all day getting it to your exact specifications," which is uh, piling up a bunch of used soda cans in a wall formation. Okay, just so when it becomes <laughs> eerie, they all fall over. Yeah, and it's like okay. Yeah, and be sure to tie a string around the bottom row of those cans and leave a bunch of extra parts of that string slacked up on my chair. Could you do that for me? You know what? That's sub McAllister shit. That's like, put some effort into this, please. Jesus Christ. Is that some ghost traps? I think I'm hearing some ghosts stepping on some Christmas ornaments in the other room. Oh, look at that. A ghost just slipped on one of my ghost micro machines. <laughs> David, David, do you give up or are you thirsty for more? <laughs> David? Try and catch me, you horse's ass. <laughs> a paint can to the face on a ghost might be fun. It'd be maybe like uh, the Invisible Man. Oh, fuck, dude. Quick that, shot. That is the scariest moment of that movie. Do you, do you drop a tarantula through a ghost that starts screaming? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so there is like the you know like every seance scene, it comes to a freak out moment, and these cans fall down. Steve, I'm so glad that you caught that specifications line because one of my notes is like, did they seriously still not clean up after that party? <laughs> I don't know, There's the just 20s, fucking you know, beer cans everywhere, you know. <laughs> been there, man. Uh, so- yeah, been there. Beer cans all over the apartment. Boys' souls all <laughs> yeah. over the apartment. This is the most egregious move Brandon has in the whole movie right here. It's like everybody's in like the aftermath. I'm like, wow, that was that was fucking crazy. And like Jim is like looking at the Ouija board. And Brandon in this moment is like, say, and just starts yeah. rubbing her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Like, Come on, man. Man, this that seance was tough, wasn't it, babe? I mean, Linda. Mm. Mm-mm. My platonic friend. <laughs> yes. You know, it would have gone better if we were naked and on top of each other. It's just how the spirits respond to things. Stupid Zarabeth didn't want to get naked. <laughs> so uh, she goes TTFN, which Brandon has to stop and be like, that means ta-ta for now, ladies and gentlemen. Just an FYI. I, I, I fucking get Everybody it. Everybody knows that was Tigger's sign-off, man. <laughs> I Everybody remember knows. one of uh, Zarabeth's jokes when when uh, Brandon is driving her home. She, he's like, just talking to her about like like oh is is you see something in my fu- like there's something dangerous in my future and she's like yeah if you miss my house <laughs> it's, like yeah. it's like you know what medium I am giving you a ride home <laughs> this was not part of the contract you already got your forty dollars dude David uh, no David Brandon loses it at that joke he's like that he's a, he's like really they're like laughing yeah. and then like he makes the turn they're still laughing like no Monsieur stop that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That was incredible. <laughs> I am just, I'm going to have to call you later. And she's like, oh, you know, I have to do some research, man. I'll call you later with whatever. She like, does the name Malfador mean anything to you? And he's like, no. Well, no, see, that's the thing. He, you really have to wonder like what this guy's 
area of study is because she's like, does Malfader mean anything? Uh, or I think Linda says that to Brandon at one point. He's like, why, yes, it's Portuguese for blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So then he asks, you know, uh, Zarabeth here, like, do you know what Malfader is? So she's going to do ghost research. Sure. You know, she does say like, oh, I've got some research to do. And I'm like, you're researching ghosts. I, I, would, I would be asking, can I get a spelling on that one? I feel like I'm going to easily misspell this. Yeah, uh, could you yeah. use it in a sentence, please? Yeah. Is that an, is, is that an A-D-E-R at the end? It's not. Okay, so it's an A-I-T-O-R. Okay, that's good to know. When she gives him like the, the joke about like, don't miss my house or whatever, he's like, oh, which one is it? And she... The most she ever sounds like Michelangelo the Ninja Turtle in this movie is right here where she goes, oh, it's up there on the raw. <laughs> and her like whole like jaw becomes unhinged to say it correctly. And she walks into the house and there is this hilarious, so obvious, ominous shot of this pointy sundial. And I'm like, you're going to fucking fall on that. Uh- I'm like that's I'm like that's a scalpel. That's a, a large scalpel <laughs> that you've stuck in your in the middle of your yard. And uh, she's doing her research, listening to like punk rock or whatever. And you miss the scene where she goes, "Oh, actually, I forgot, Brandon. There is the matter of my fee, man." And he gives her a vial of coke. She's like, yep. "Thanks, dude. <laughs> yep, this will keep me up all night to do the research I need." Yeah, uh, but she's like rocking out and it starts to get eerie in her apartment. Yeah, you get a thing. little ghost cam here. She turns around, and this is a stupid thing. She turns around and she goes, you, yeah. there's no way she knows what this fucking thing is. Well, that, I mean, the thing is when a ghost comes into your house, you don't want to be rude. You know, you, don't, you can't get the name. Oh, you, you, yeah, you. I oh, you're one you. of the more famous ghosts. Yeah, you're great. Uh, and instead she gets her fucking throat slit and thrown out a window and falls belly first on this sundial. It's, a, it's the best death of the movie. It is, but it's overkill. Like the throat slit on top of everything else. They, they also try to make it like the, the uh, uh, Halloween closet scene. Like she's like going behind several doors to yeah. find oh, yeah. hide away and it bangs on it a bunch of times. Well, you I think the tension, thing about the, th- the throat cutting though is that's how smart this Malfader demon is because he's trying to set up Jim. I did what's so funny and stupid about that is like the the, the police detective is like, Oh yeah, the uh the cuts on her throat looked eerily similar to the ones on the rope at the construction site. Like what? <laughs> how what just because it was cut? How could you tell? Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Saw diagnostics. Malfader is just like leaving a bunch of flannel shirts around the crime scene. <laughs> Construction belt. We saw some cans of beer and some dirty underwear. We thought, hey, Jim's involved. Uh, there was a hard hat found at Zarabeth's house, Jim. And no tears. Interesting, Jim. Interesting. You know who You're wears us for not crying? You know who wears a hard hat, Jim? People with soft brains. <laughs> like you, Jim. You're not too smart, are you? Is this your thump thump? <laughs> so um, like the next morning, uh, this is what like I think um, she, this is the this is not the shower scene or this is the shower. This is not the shower scene. This is the shower scene. I do ish. I don't know. Well, let me see. I'm trying to find where we are in the movie. Let's here. just do it in the shower, man. Because she's yeah. like this is what she gets like hit into a. Uh, hit into a coma basically i think this is the shower scene because she gets out of bed it's like a waterbed situation by the way yeah dude that's the easiest way to get pregnant uh the thing the thing is so it's okay now i i found where we are here but like so 
uh, Brandon wakes up. It's on the news that Zarabeth yeah, has been right. murdered. Yeah. So he goes again and he's just like, you know, here's what I think is going on. Uh, you know, I can't figure out why, but we have to investigate like what's what's going on here because Linda is now going to be used as a portal for David to come back to life, so to speak. This is and you know, and eventually he's going to possess her. There's a great line here where Jim goes. You're telling me there's a 10-year-old ghost flying around Fairfield killing people? And I was like, yep, that's the movie, dude. I mean, technically, ghosts do get to pick their parents if they possess someone, right? That sounds about right. You can right. do your background research. You know, if I see Steve and I go visit his parents and then I'm like, I'll find another person. <laughs> oh, this is, this is plenty. I'm good. I would do the same to my own body, too. I'd be like, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Brandon is like, he, he comes to the apartment and this is what it is. Uh, Linda's asleep and he's talking with Jim and he's like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to drive up to big bear. Uh, that's where David died. And I'm going to try to figure out like what's going on. Vic- victim of Chris Dorner, maybe. That? that was a, that was a guy who went on a maniac spree and I think it ended in big bear oh. a few years back. Anyway. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, so, so Jim is like. You know, all right, man, you go investigate your ghost death, but hey, uh, good luck. Like, this is where they sort of, like, yeah, they're starting partially to- mend the relationship. And while that's all, like, he leaves, Jim goes to pick up, he's, like, angrily thrown a pack of cigarettes on the floor when he's arguing with Brandon. While he goes to pick them up, this is where David, David locks uh, her in the shower and turns the heat up, and she can't get out, so she's got to, like, break the fucking glass to like get out of the shower and like he throws her against a wall or something. And so Jim comes back and like picks her up and uh, is like, you know, I'll call the ambulance, blah, blah, blah. So yes, for a large portion of this movie, she is laid up in a hospital that will allow Jim to then join Brandon on this drive up to you Big know, Bear. You want to be sure when you, when you write your female character out of the movie for a little while, you want to get full frontal nudity first. You want Absolutely. to get that done with. <laughs> yeah. Get that right out of the way. It was actually, I was pretty surprised by Ditto. it because it, like, there was zero until that point. Yeah. It it's no kind of like way too late in your movie for full frontal nudity. Yep. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Tickle it in early. Tickle it in early. And <laughs> let me know what I'm watching here. Especially with your female protagonist. Like it would be one thing if like, you know, whatever the psychic went home and like took a steamy shower. You'd be like, oh, that's sort of on brand for a movie like this. But like th- to have your like your main character just get full frontal. It's just kind of bizarre. Well, it's It's weird. Well, it's it's that, and then like the main fucking information you get from her being in the hospital is she's not pregnant. Well, she's useless now. Let's keep her out of the movie, right? Yeah, exactly. We saw it. her tits, and then she, she's not <laughs> pregnant, so who cares? But I love I love that fact because she's like, I asked the ghost. I mean, I could have called the doctor back all week, <laughs> but I asked the ghost that it said yes. So there it is. Good enough for me, ghost. See you in nine months, dude. I was I was the- putting I was putting pickles on peanut butter sandwiches. I just figure. <laughs> Gotta be pregnant. Jim is like, oh, uh, like, how's the baby? And the doctor is like, well, she didn't call me back all week. I would have told her she's definitely not pregnant. Never was. Wait, but she pissed on a ghost and it went to the plus side on the Ouija board. (laughs) The Ouija board turned pink. What the fuck? (laughs) It is... uh... <laughs> That's really funny to me. Um, yeah, this is when uh, so, and the, the fucking the detective is back here Just doing useless. more magic tricks, blah blah blah. And this is what he realizes. Okay, I've got to go join. It's kind of amazing because Brandon is like, "I'm going to Big Bear. I'm going to solve this thing." 
hours pass, and then he drives up to Brandon's house. He's like, "Hey, man, you, you didn't go to Big Bear yet, right?" He's like, "No, not yet." He's like, "Can, can, can, can I join you?" No, no, I was I gonna was uh, do some laundry first, maybe <laughs> watch a movie, yeah, some racquetball. Uh, you know, the playoffs are on, and uh, I was just trying to take a minute or two. Oh boy, it's been six hours. You I, I just thought the ghost wouldn't want me to miss the second half. <laughs> oh, we can go now. It's fine. We can go now. It's totally it's, uh, fine. De- def on my to do list for sure. I was thinking like today, tomorrow. No, all right, yeah, we can go. Yeah, we can go right, right now. Okay, you know, uh, 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 you know, my meat lovers is on the way. Because uh, we maybe thirty minutes and maybe another fifteen for me to hop it down. <laughs> so they take this drive up, um, and it's kind of hilarious because he's like, you know, Jim's like, well, how are we gonna, you know, figure this out? And he's like, well. Like any fucking suspenseful horror movie, we're going to go to the library and do a little research. And it's, you know, I, I always kind of appreciate these scenes. I really like when they do all the research in the like ring, for the example. Microfiche Microfiche. Stuff. I'm yeah. always a sucker for microfiche, dude. But I got to tell you, Jim finds this story so fast, like his chair isn't even warm yet. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Ten-year-old kid died in a fucking crazy boating accident. I kind of want them to both to be like a little dumber. I want them to take a little longer. Like they look for like Dante's Inferno first or something. <laughs> Why did you turn your microfiche to the penny saver? <laughs> uh, so yeah, we- they find out that there was like a, there was a boating accident. A bunch of gasoline exploded and killed this kid. Uh, and they're like, oh, we got to get in touch with the parents. Oh, there's no parents listed. They find out that they're dead. And this is when they go to the, the graveyard in the middle of the night. And yeah. this is the biggest like time suck of this movie. Ooh. Because Jim is like, I'm going to jump over the wall. And because his whole Jim's whole thing is like, oh, well, maybe if we go to the graveyard, we can ask the manager if there's like a receipt for or a copy of the invoice right, the that they had to mail David's parents so they can find out where they live. So the graveyard is closed because it's fucking two o'clock in the morning or wherever. The, you know. And even if they were open, they would be like, yeah, sure. Our records yeah. are all yours. Take a look. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it, ghost investigators. Whatever you need, man. Oh, do you need to harass the bereaved? Oh, yeah. Come on in. <laughs> oh, so the key, the spare keys, it's in the flower pot. You just need to dig a little bit. I thought uh, they so, were going to dig this kid up. I thought that oh, would have been cool. Sure. That would have been that would have been one way Par- to go. Like ru- parade around with his little burnt body. <laughs> oh my god! His little fucking uh, ET burnt body dancing in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were dancing in the moonlight because my problem here is like the movie totally stops dead. Jim is like, I'm going to jump over this wall and I'm going to just wander through a cemetery and until I find this kid's grave. Sounds good. And then Brandon is like, well, all right, I guess I'll follow you. And when he jumps over, there's like five minutes where he's just walking through the yes. graveyard like, uh, Jim? <laughs> Jim? Worse, he, worse, worse than that is that when it's revealed, like whatever the big information was that's revealed, I was like, what? Oh, it's that his parents are dead as well. And they died on the same day. So something, and it was a week ago or two weeks ago or whatever but, it is. And I'm just like, okay. Jim Jim does startle Brandon in this scene, which is great because Brandon's yeah, but just got the shit out of him. <laughs> it's he a, it's freaks a, out. Yeah, it's good freak out. And it I guess like they're they're trying to like drag out his the graveyard tent. search to really mm-hmm. like put the audience in a state of like calm because it's boring as fuck. Well, and then like the also- scare is supposed to be bigger. It's bridging these two characters. They're mending their divide. You know. 
They were How are they mending the, the divide by Brandon wandering through the cemetery for five <laughs> minutes of this movie not doing anything? They're Indeed. hanging out. They're having a boys' <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, it's a hangout film. Uh, they wind up going back to the... <laughs> oh, wait, Kevin, to, an- <laughs> to answer your question, though, what they're saying is it's... The kid died, like, years ago, and mm-hmm. it's just within, like, the last week that both of the parents died on the same day, and what they're insinuating there is that this malfader... <laughs> David mm-hmm, also yeah. offed the parents to stop any kind of like information or something. I don't That's know. really weird. It was I cool got f- none of that. Yeah, yeah me dude, it turns into a ghost <laughs> conspiracy movie. But it'd be cool if like David just wanted his parents back. You know, you get oh, to choose yeah. your parents, David. Okay, choose who we kill. I'm your benefactor, Melfoid or whatever. What was his name? Mel, Mel, Melfred? Malfader. Malfader. Carlos Melfader. <laughs> right. Then um, uh, there's like a, this little uh, reunion. Uh, this is when they finally get together at the end. Uh, not get together, but they're in the hotel room. And like he's like, hey, man, you were right when you said. It's amazing because like in one of their scenes, he's like, I, I know why you dropped out of med school. Because you don't give a shit about anybody. And you don't care. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's like. You were right about me not caring about anybody, and that's why I had to drop out of med school. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I just realized, man, it was like year three, and my bedside manner wasn't kicking in yet. And I'm just, I, uh, Brandon, I think I am a sociopath. Yeah, I was a surgeon, and I used their opened wounds as an ashtray. <laughs> I mean, the schools don't let these figures out, but I killed at least six people. Yeah, well, I'm just doing little tests. <laughs> Uh, so they 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 kind of reconcile here and blah There's blah. There's a blah. hilarious thing where like he, uh, Jim makes some joke about like, yeah, Linda was laughing at your dick. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like why why did she choose you over me? Uh, Brandon says to Jim, he's like, well, I make her laugh, and then Brandon's like, well, I made her laugh too. He's like, yeah, only in bed, tiny dick. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, you fucking came in two seconds, yeah. stupid. We're best <laughs> friends again, right? David <laughs> is David is my dick small. <laughs> oh yes, come on, David! Yes, it's tech. very tiny. <laughs> it's the tiniest dick this ten-year-old ghost has ever seen. I just gotta say, it's not even the tiny; it's the crooked part that gets me. <laughs> you ever see a cock at a fucking forty-five degree angle? My goodness, your bent dick. No wonder you're being haunted. Yeah, okay, my dick is crooked. Yes, it took a bribe once. <laughs> It went down in the third round. Yeah, my dick took a dive. All right, no, 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 no. Don't make her come, all right? Well, the third round, Steve. (laughs) I mean, if there was ever an acceptable time for a dick to go down. That's true. That dick got its, you know, got its money's worth that night. So they wind up going to... They wind up going to, uh, they're using a Ouija board on the docks where David died. And it's just right. kind of a, I guess like someone it. was like, you know, we can't just have another, we have to have another Ouija scene. We can't just have another one in a house or in a, in a yes. creepy whatever. It's yeah. got to be during the day. Dude, the it, middle of the <laughs> afternoon, we're doing this spooky seance. At the docks. Yeah. And they just, put it just on a regular like box or crate or whatever. It's like, oh, we don't need that on our knees. And it's just like, no, no, just with the ladies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, dude, sorry. that's what I thought the line was going to be. But he's like, no, it's like where David died. So the signal, the Wi-Fi signal is <laughs> yeah. super strong on oh, these oh, docks. He's got right an oh. answer for everything. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, I'm going to put my fingers up your asshole. And then we're going to do this here. Okay, so, yeah, you ready? Four ready? bars. <laughs> S- some guy on another boat's like, I got next. Like, what? 
You guys, you guys are playing. Uh, you guys are playing backgammon, right? No, no, we're, we're not. It's backgammon. <laughs> Butt grabbing. <laughs> I got next on the grab ass. Uh, and next Ouija board. I want to talk to my dead wife. <laughs> Love you, Pearl. She died in this lake on a night just like tonight. <laughs> I guess an afternoon just like today. <laughs> Middle of the afternoon. Beautiful day, isn't it? Just like when my wife died. <laughs> Great party on this dock, isn't it? You know, uh, uh, somebody, you know, I, I did, I did, I, I shot my wife. Uh, <laughs> I was one who did it, but I am convinced somebody killed her after I shot her. And the sky was crystal blue, just like 9 11. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's right. You got to remember every time. Uh, so they do the, the, the Ouija here, and like there's a big freak out. And I guess what happened here, and this is the thing with Ouija, dude, is like you'd never know who you're talking to. And in this instance, they did not know that they were communicating with the ghost of Donkey Kong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because of all these barrels full of these guys. <laughs> Oh my Man. god! Like a strap breaks and all of these barrels fall on it's these a, dudes. It is a good move, like moment leading up to that because they're, they're like, uh, "Oh, hey, uh, David, uh, do you know where uh, Mel Fader is or whatever?" <laughs> and it's like keep saying here, her, what? And it's here. Yeah, he's oh, just right. like I'm here, and then it Donkey Kong Country <laughs> happens. <laughs> well, the it's, funny thing is, they're like, "Do you want to do this here on this part of the dock, or right in front of that shack, or closer to the water, like <laughs> right in front of all these humongous barrels?" That's where we want to do it. Okay, cool. it looks like the dock that they're on is a dock that's used as like a filling station for boats sure. too. But there's oh. like, I think like there's gasoline in those barrels. That's or the gas that burned up David. That's right. Maybe. It's the same gas that burned up Jason Voorhees, too. It's funny that the barrels happen, and then they are looking for a ladder to get out of the water. <laughs> when it falls, it's kind of interesting. And then the springs come, and they can't jump over them. It's a huge problem. Yeah, it's a problem. Look out for the fireball! I don't know. Um, <laughs> so they're in so, the water, and then, what, Brandon comes out and gets... Uh, it's a Brandon little, uh, like gets Brandon gets knocked into the water and Jim sort of just falls on the dock and Brandon gets out like oh wow that's crazy and that fucking crazy construction site axe like flies out of nowhere and hits him right in the goddamn face that guy was it's- hammered to death <laughs> <laughs> and this is when he actually you know again uh, he his heart grew three sizes because he saw his friend murdered and he starts crying and I guess this is like a moment of like oh he's growing. What is yeah. the deal here, though, with, like, because when Jim wakes up, there's no body anywhere, and he's kind of, like, calling out for him, and he's looking around in the water and shit. Like, the an arm definitely, like, jumps yes. up, yeah, but, like, like he's little... clearly dead, so I don't know what's supposed to be happening there, necessarily. It's a fake out. It's a freak out. You're just you're trying to get any scares in this movie at all. You think it was Mal Fader? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Like, a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Mal exactly. Fader's just like, oh fuck! I killed Brandon. I need him alive a little longer to convince her to use the board again. So he's just like holding his body up in the air, <laughs> and there's uh, moving his mouth like, oh, this is pretty cool. David is good. There's not a lot of great acting in this movie. No, no, no. and no, especially no. here when this poor guy, you know, this guy playing Jim. Gosh darn it, he's trying his best, but it's Ooh, just sure. like a. Oh God! Oh God! Oh, oh God, my friend! Oh God! Like it's the flattest. You just found your friend with an 
axe wound in his face reaction. Because it's like, well, mm, you know, we were becoming friends again, so that's sad. Right, yeah, we just Suddenly, fixed everything. hey, Linda, that's all mine now. Yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> That's balance. what you get for making fun of my alcoholic dad, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Four times uh, in this movie alone. That we, uh, Jim, we found your urine on the body, so don't try to get out of this one. <laughs> it's, uh, it's assumed that he just leaves this dude in the water, I guess. Yep, yeah. yep absolutely. Okay. But you go back in, dude. No, nothing anybody can do for you here. Maybe a fish will eat him and I'll get off. <laughs> um, and he, he lo- walks away and he goes, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Oh, that's right. My girlfriend's in a coma. I should probably call in and see how that's going. Just, girlfriend's just... in a coma. <laughs> I know. I know. It's Ouija's. Uh, uh, there is a back. thing in between the two, though. It's important. The, the, yes. That doc scene is cut up when they're, they're talking about, like, uh, how da- how much in danger they're going to be, like from David or whatever, and Brandon is like, "No, nah, it's cool, right? Like the the signal is definitely like tamped down because Linda's still in a coma." And it cuts to Linda wakes up. She got uh, she checks herself out of the hospital and immediately goes home, puts on a creepy nightgown, and picks that Ouija board out of the fucking garbage can. Because that's the thing with this Ouija board in this movie is no matter how much you throw it out or you take it other places, like a lake miles north. It will always come back to this house is, is the deal. So she picks it out of the trash to go back inside and fucking cyber with David some more. <laughs> There's a, a cool dream sequence where her head gets cut off. That's kind of fun. I think yeah. that's, that's oh. what wakes her up. Yeah. 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 Yes, Malf- that's, you, that's what brings to, her out of it. That's you get bad. to see Malfader himself. He's like this tall dude. Yeah. Also the dude from Phantasm a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that's a good call. Kind of like similar old, slightly bald guy with long hair haircut. Mm. Yeah, very tall. Um, so th- then Jim, and like, this movie is rushing to the ending. Jim like goes to the, just a random witch shop and she's like, oh, that's Malfeta. You don't want to run a foul of him. And it's like, all right, cool. Got it. My favorite, yes, it's- the, my favorite thing, the definition that she gives of Malfeder is a, a somewhat notorious serial killer. Yes, he's like, a mass murderer who was shot dead in his own home. And the thing is, it what you realize right here, we joked about Malfeder was like some ghost just walking down the sidewalk. The woman at the occult bookshop shows uh, Jim the picture, the page that she's looking on. And it's like, yeah, he was shot dead in his own home. Here's a picture of the home. It's the house that they live in. Yep. No. Malfader's house, dude. Ooh. You fucking live in Carlos Malfader's house. <laughs> Jonathan see, Davis would come if he heard that. <laughs> see, see, he wasn't, you know, full notorious. He was just somewhat notorious around these somewhat. parts. He's like, uh, on a scale of like one to ten, that Carlos Malfader, he's a fucking three on the serial killer yeah, I mean, scale. Nine? Come on, dude. Yeah. And you're just using an axe? You're not that creative. Listen, it's such a low thing. The The real estate agents don't even need to disclose it. It's just like, yeah, Carlos Malfato died here. Whatever. <laughs> Solid C+. What am I going to tell you? In looking at some of my notes here, I realized this, because I thought we were a little early in the conversation. The the full frontal nudity in this it's movie here. is a true third act full frontal nudity. That's right. Because she gets home right here and she takes a shower when she gets back from the hospital. And this is the whole like breaking the glass because mm-hmm. she's yeah. locked and the and the and the water is really well, hot or whatever. That that is the hottest type of nudity that I just got released from the fucking ER or whatever. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. 
The Sexy just stuff. came out of coma, full yeah. frontal nudity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets pretty much possessed here, right? Like you just, this is where she gets possessed because Jim comes in right here and the apartment's all sorts of fucked up. Uh, I do love how, yeah, so she shows up and like she's in a, what's a close approximation to what she has is Malfader's outfit, which is like a, a man in a suit with this hat. And it's yep. very like, Michael Jackson backup dancery. It's not scary at all. I was going to say, yep. it reminded me of music videos or something. Yes. Because <laughs> her hair is too big. Well, it's, yeah, like it's like quaffed up too. It lo- looks very styled. <laughs> yes. But the, the suit just is also ill-fitting. Like it, It's like she is dressing up in her dad who was the backstage No, dancer. she was doing a homage to David Byrne. <laughs> yeah. Like- I mean, you're just waiting for her to be like, one Singular sensation. <laughs> like, I, mean, I thought this was a fucking ghost movie, man. I also love how like Malfader is such a weird homophobe. He won't even wear a dress as a lady. Like he's just like, no, she's no. got to wear a suit. No, you're yeah. a fucking genderless ghost, and still <laughs> Malfader. What, what do you mean you do not have a hat? You must find a hat. You must go to the haberdashery. I need to have a hat if I'm going to kill people. <laughs> It is, yeah. It's 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 a bad Halloween costume. It's not scary. It should be, you know, no. something creepier would be cool. Even like a creepy wedding dress would work. You know what I mean? Like something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, sure. Something. Like maybe they're establishing it. Like no, we're getting married. We're having mm-hmm. a child. So she buys a dress and then and then she wears She's, it and ruins it in this yeah, night totally of war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then like, Jim gets in a fight with him. Yes, who with, is with possessing her. Yeah. her. Sure. You know, so it's a lot. That's a lot of weird shit in this movie. Uh, the same thing happens in the second movie, where it's like a woman is possessed, so it's okay for a man to punch her in the face. <laughs> kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. She's choking him. The detective shows up. Yep, and and he's like, "Oh, remember me?" And he doesn't even die, which is kind of a huge fuck you to this movie. It's the way that the screenplay justifies like her getting off and Jim getting yes. off because there's a moment where like you. Like, the, he gets, like, hit on the head immediately. It just yes. falls over. And there's, like, a, a moment, like, when she's giving the big parlor speech or something where you they cut to the, the lieutenant and he sort of, like, looks up. So it's, like, you realize yeah. that this guy's now a believer because he saw that happen. So, like, at the at the very end of the movie when there's no legal charges brought on these two of them, <laughs> yeah. that it's, like, well, the cop saw what happened. He knows it's ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just ghosts, everybody. <laughs> now the ghost did it. We can get off now. So start going. <laughs> <laughs> but it also brings a gun into the t- into the b- bedroom, yes. which is yes. very important. Yeah. Because, uh, uh, yeah, he gets knocked out and, and like, they fucking sh- Jim shoots this Ouija board because the whole what thing is, is like if you the only way to get rid of me is to like shoot her and if you yes. shoot her you kill her and he's like you're a fucking sick freak you don't cry at funerals you you'd love to shoot your girlfriend what do you fuck and <laughs> it's then, like doesn't Melfader just say like oh it's you know I was lying the portal's actually in you so you have to kill yourself or something yeah I don't yes. get that bit at all I think it's, it's just he's trying to get him to kill himself yeah oh, okay. and then like he's about to kill himself or pretending to and then it like cuts to black but the, oh shit he shot the Ouija board instead dude and this Ouija board getting shot up in slow motion is one of the funniest things you'll ever see <laughs> this Ouija board if it was a person we would describe it as like and then his heart exploded out of his chest because <laughs> yeah. it's just it's, like right in the it, middle of this Ouija board it's a Ouija board platoon shot man it's just like <laughs> It falls on its knees. I'll tell you, a cool effect would have been, 
you have a bunch of blood come out of that Ouija board. Yes, that'd be 100%. cool. You know, yeah. be very like Evil Dead in that way. It was sad because that Ouija board was just about to get its <laughs> life back together, and boom, American <laughs> History X ending. For it. <laughs> We're just trying to use a public urinal. Come on, it, it learned so much. <laughs> I have not thought about the ending of that movie in a really long time. It's truly unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, the, the last night the Ouija board took down all those Nazi flags, and he's like, you know what? This is it's time for the cycle of hate to end. Oh yeah. no! The Ouija board's going to go to auditoriums, to schools, and stuff. And like, so we cut to like the dumb, like very last scene of the movie, and it's well. It's, first of all, we have a Hitchcockian. Oh uh, yes, Jim oh, you're falling totally out right. the window. It's kind of a badass effect, I think. It's, yeah. I didn't see it coming because this movie has no good effects or shots. It's in it appreciated, but yes. it's very, very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks kind of cool. It is sort of out of nowhere. You're right. None of this movie has that up until this point. Uh, but you're right. Yeah. Because Jim goes flying out the window. Um, and then you're looking at the angle and it's like, it looks like he will land on a car, but we're not paying to fucking smash a car. Not, not which boards budget. So it cuts to a church and you're like, Oh, is it like a funeral? But like, it's, it's such a, cause it's like people crying too, but it's, it's such a dumb fake out because there's like, pretty like pink bows on the side of the <laughs> yes. pew and I'm like well those are wedding decorations you don't decorate a, a church for a fucking funeral a beautiful funeral a gorgeous <laughs> funeral and they're getting married dude and this is embarrassing as hell because he's just getting married with a neck brace on <laughs> he looks so you stupid just, like, just take it off for the ceremony man you're gonna have those shit in the pictures put it off just wait or delay the wedding just, a little please, bit sure. just a little bit Anybody get a good look at the priest? It looks like Richard Dreyfus in this scene. No, but I was going to say, anybody get a look at the uh, the dude? It's funny because Jim's parents, I think we're told, are dead in the movie. Mm-hmm. But whoever's sure. like, there's a dude who's front row on the groom's side. Looks exactly like Burt Reynolds. Couldn't even believe Ooh, nice. it. I was like, Burt Reynolds in Witchboard? Burt Reynolds looking at the at the married couple. So uh, which one's a slut? <laughs> It's a Golden Girls reference. Yeah. Everybody relax. Absolutely. Uh, and then so we cut back to the apartment and it's uh, the landlord, the landlady, I should say. I almost said landlordy. Uh, landlady played by Rosemary, by the way. Special appearance, as we as, as it's told in the, in, the, in the credits. Well, of course, she's, you know, Sally on Dick Van Dyke. So she's a television sure. legend. But more importantly, mm-hmm. she's a horror legend. She's uh, the voice of uh, Mrs. Bates. Oh, I forget that. Yeah. yeah. So you get her. And so they're like sweeping up the aftermath. It's like her and her daughter or granddaughter or something like that. And it's like, oh, a Ouija board, blah, blah, blah. You know, oh, yeah. And the girl goes, uh, I wonder if it still works. And you see the little, you know, mover or whatever. It just goes to yes. Yeah. I thought Which, that was by a the way, cool this, this uh, doesn't spoil anything at all. That's literally how the second movie ends also. I wonder oh, really? if it still works. Yes. <laughs> I just Sequel. want to see the Ouija board in the fucking landfill and a couple of rats are pushing it around and then it's like <laughs> going to yes and throw that Ouija board in the trash. It ruined an acid trip for me back in the day. <laughs> well, you you said that she's the voice of Mrs. Bates, but this is like 6,000 cigarettes later, man. She's like, whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now we'll go around here really quickly. Um, Steve, you've brought up the witchboard art here, which I love. There's Malfader in the background. Oh, you're going to get a good shot of Malfader. Yeah, so look at him. Yeah. Very handsome. Look at the man, that. the myth, the legend, that Malfader. Yeah. Uh, would any of, would any of you dudes uh, recommend this movie, by the way? Start with you, Steve. 
This is my second time through. I had a lot of fun with it this time too. It's a fun movie. It's kind of a movie you want to start at like 1130 at night. Like not exactly a midnight movie, but like right before you're like, if, you, if you're doing like a horror movie kind of uh back to backer, it's a good first one there where yes. you're a little bit buzzed. And yep. then you go into like death spa for the crazy one. See that. Absolutely. Yeah. Or you do what I did and just watch one and two back to back last night. Is, uh, does two have more kills or what's going on in two? No. Uh, it doesn't have more no. kills, oh, but that's I will say Lorraine Newman's death in that movie is one of the funniest fucking things you'll ever <laughs> see in your life. Uh, Eric Siska, would you uh, recommend Ooh. this movie? Uh, yes, I would. I thought it was a lot of fun. This is also my second time through and it's just like, it has that like eighties cheesiness to it that it's like, you can't replicate it outside the eighties. So it's just so nice to see it here. And I love finding, cause I have you know, I think this year was the first time I've seen Witchboard, So it's so nice to discover those things Yeah. So, to the, to this point where I'm like, there's nothing left. There's nothing left there, boy. Try watch a new horror movie. And that's not the answer. I think Witchboard is the answer. There you go. Uh, but it is kind of one of those interesting things where it's like, um, you know, you think like, well, I've gotten to like the bottom of everything, and then yeah. it's like a oh, witch board, no. and now there's three of them. <laughs> yeah, it's three it's of them. like these things <laughs> happened after the fact. They just happened after the fact. <laughs> like the little, other two little ghost uh, made this. The other two witch board movies uh, don't come around until the early '90s, though. The second one's yeah. in '93. Steve, I'm sorry, did I cut you off when I moved to Eric? Were you going to say something nope, else? Not there? at all. All right. Uh, Chris Cabin, what'd you think of this movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, big recommend. Uh, It's a lot of fun. It's really cheesy. Um, I appreciate that the villain of this is essentially just a floating axe that they (laughs) need to call a hammer for some reason. They do need Um, to call it a hammer. I I, I don't quite get that, but whatever. Um, And it's short. It moves along very quickly. I kind of go into a fugue state when they go into the uh, cemetery. Yep. Like, I just mm. don't remember what's going on there. Uh, Nothing goes on, so it's fine. No, it's, that's because uh, David did it, dude. Oh, or Melfader did oh, it to man. your head. That's why, like, 25 <laughs> minutes just missing. Uh, but, yeah, you should watch it. It's fun. It's a total recommend for me. This is, like, the third time I've seen this movie. Um, I think the first time I saw it, it was on, like, Shudder or something. And it was just like, a, what the fuck <laughs> is this movie? Yeah. And then I watched it again, like, on Amazon. Now I just, I've watched it a third time. Um, would totally recommend. Now, as we always do uh, for our live shows, which Woo, this technically is one, Salem hey, Horror Fest. Thanks for coming out. Thanks you for coming out. There? You still out there? You still with us? We don't know. Out. We're recording this in Thanks early September. I mean, we've out. had better behaved crowds. We have had better behaved crowds. <laughs> That's for well, sure. At least you couldn't spit on anyone today. <laughs> Tip your waiters. It's a long finger you got there, dude. Well, thank you. <laughs> Why don't you uh, put a board on my knees? <laughs> uh, so, as we always do here uh, to end out our live shows, I have found uh, the greatest source for film criticism, as always, the IMDb user review section. Uh, we have one here one out of 10 stars. Oh, a- come on, guy. Somehow, surprisingly bad movie, says user. <laughs> Don't you, you dox no, this dude. I thought, well, I always dox what, him. It's public record. Yeah. I have to say this all the time. What's I thought it, I thought the user I thought the username said Plowtown, <laughs> but it doesn't. It says like Plowtro or something. Oh, I'm glad. You know what? That means Plowtown out there might actually like Witchboard, so I'm happy. That's true. Or, or I am to be user Plowtown. Do you like it? 
Eric, it's available. You should get it. Ooh, I should. I should start fucking reviewing movies on IMDb <laughs> like a psychopath. <laughs> You're on the way to making your username Paltrow and just mess it up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so this was written August the 25th, 2008. Uh, before you consider what I have to say, know that I came onto this IMDb entry and read the entire collection of reviews left by people who both loved and hated this movie. Uh, you fucking psychopath. I could do better than that. <laughs> After reading all the reviews, God damn, what time these people mm-hmm. have. I was torn between whether to watch it and not watch it as some people gushed over this film while others said it was just awful. Now, this is what I love. You're trying to figure out whether or not you want to watch a movie and your thing is like, I will go to the IMDb user reviews <laughs> and see what other fucking maniacs said. And it's not its not like Schindler's List. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's Witchboard. It's a movie yeah. about a evil Ouija board. <laughs> not it's the 90, fucking... It's I, 98 I, minutes long. You've got it, dude. Yeah. Like, just watch it or not. No, but... Yep. Ben Kingsley, I need these, the, the little hands for the Ouija board. <laughs> oh. uh, I decided to go ahead and watch it, as I often find that reviewers don't always get it right on here. Uh-huh. And, in, and that I sometimes end up disagreeing with the consensus assessment of a film. Okay. This guy fucking stinks. I, I disagree with my uh, fellow critic, Poodle Dog 182. <laughs> Ass Eaters 718. I disagreed vehemently with his opinion on Witchboard. I mean, the IFDB reviews are really the Cahier du Cinema of American film criticism oh in the God. modern age, I would say. If, yeah. we're, if we're really going to be where it is, this is it. Well, all, every cultural institution is trash now, so yes. that makes sense. Absolutely. Well, this time, the people who hated the movie got it exactly right. Ooh. Oh, wow. This is a seriously bad horror film. Um, it is in no way scary, and the scenes that are supposed to be big scares fall completely flat. I've seen made-for-television movies that were scarier than this, and I usually can't stand TV movies. <laughs> what a As you, loser. I know. Well, I, I love that he says that, like, you know who this guy is. Yeah, and, like, exactly. You, and you know me. Me and you've TV been, movies. <laughs> you've been reading Plowtown's movie corner. <laughs> uh, you can see the setup for a scare coming from miles away. And when it happens, all you can do is shake your head and wonder at why the directors thought it was going to spook anyone. Did did a ghost write this? (laughs) (laughs) This movie is offensive to the ghost community. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. you call that a scare. Hashtag not all ghosts. No. Uh, You got to remember that. It's very important. Uh, To make matters worse, the same setup and scare is used over and over again. So I was left shaking my head multiple times. Oh, he'd you know, be- which word? SMH, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Stay far, far away from this one if you don't want to have to come back on here and read this, colon, I told you so. <laughs> wow. We've been well, We Hate know. Movies from New York City, Salem Horror Fest. Thanks a lot for having us. Parting shots here really quickly. I, I, Steve, I stepped on you again, man. No, nothing at all. I mean, I just, uh, the, the sad part is, look, once you leave that review, now somebody else is going to be like, I'm going to read all of these reviews and you just become part of the mass. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Escalation. 
That is exactly yeah. right. And so, by the way, gang, so on here, I don't know if it's part of the same thing or, or what, but uh, search around, stick around, stay tuned. We also have an animation damnation on a cartoon episode of Tales from the Crypt Keeper uh, that mm-hmm. we put together for the fest. So thanks a lot for coming out and hanging out with this one. Uh, talking Witchboard was a lot of fun and hot damn, we wish we could have been there in person. Uh, but so until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy and stay spooky. We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Sometimes. That is what I... Time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick for fucks. You've seen one too many movies. Now, Sid, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creating. What the fuck are you What an excellent day for an exorcist. That was a HeadGum Podcast.